This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Varya Kimon of Behemoth, Sean Wildclaw of Ferry, and Papa Cooldown of Balmung. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Cat nuts, we sure do it. None of the nutkins, nut tabulous, none of the nut nuts. We have every kind of nut that you could possibly ask for. None of the nutkins, nut tabulous, none of the nut nuts. Signature dish is a warm pop dough nutmeg nut bread tied into a nut. There's no nuts about it. We have salt nuts, we have glazed nuts, we even have nut flavored dental floss. We nut in your mouth, not in your hand. Every single nut is made to order so your nuts are the nuttiest nuts that ever lived up to nut. Just nut it. Where's the nut? At none of the nutkins, nut tabulous, none of the nut nuts in every major city across the globe. Don't leave home without your nuts. It's nuts how many ways you can eat a nut. Munch them, crunch them, bunch them, lunch them, punch them, lick them, stick them, pick them, dick them, whisk them, fist them, list them, miss them, but never diss them. <laughs> oh yeah. We love nutty the nut. Nut tabless, nutty nut knots, because it's a nut is forever. Brought to you by the K Randers Association of Two Gerbs and Nutters Gonna Nut Enterprise. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Episode 133. Thanks so much for joining us. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. If uh, you've never joined us for a live episode, they go down Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern. We see all the time that this is someone's first time joining us for a live episode. And really, one of the reasons that you should join us live is because we allow you to call the show. That's right. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com, slash Discord. Got a variety of ways for you to call in. We'd love to hear from you. What have you been doing since the Patch 4.1 update? Has it been a lot of evilies? Is it the same dungeon over and over and over again? (laughs) Or maybe the same four dungeons over and over and over again? We want to hear from you. That's a great idea. We should do personal updates. No. <laughs> All right. So we're definitely what, not doing that. What I've done. I don't want to. I'm going to turn off your microphone. Is I've been. And I've got them to level. Nobody cares. Between 53. Nobody cares. Anyway, thanks for joining us here at uh, twitch.tv slash limit break radio. Let's, of course, kick it on over to our Eorzean studios. Uh, which you can join us at. That's on the Sergeant Tannis. Why, why do you server uh, plot thirty goblet uh, fifth ward something like that? Why do you specify Eorzean Studio? Like, like we're an FF fourteen podcast. I feel like I feel like one day now you have to be like, now let's flip it over to our Azeroth Studio, and we're just all in wild. Well, we did have the one episode in the Vanadiel Studio. That's right. And all right, I stand corrected. And, what? And, what? And, you you and, sound and, like you want to say and, something. There we go. 
And because if we had a Weeb City house, we would be in our Hingashi studio. He's technically true. true. bitch. You're right, Nika. That is a good observation. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, You know, it's it's funny. It's it's a that you we can trace that all the way back to our uh, FF11 studios being in Norg. Um, We 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 set that in a very specific place. We never we never said we never. I mean, to be honest, we never set. Uh, a, a studio place except for our own personal house. So yeah. I think that saying that we're live from our Eorzean studios what about, is like, fair. Ulda studio? Because that's where we are technically. We're in Ulda. I mean... We're also technically in Ulda. We could also say our, our Heidelin studios. Or our Goblet studio. I mean, all of those things are technically correct. We're in our 14th Shard studio. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if you want to join us, you can do that. That's on the uh, Sergeant Tannis server in the Goblet, Fifth Ward, Plot Number Thirty, um, and uh, we hope that you would. You can make funny faces at the camera if you want. Uh, try to get the iCam to be on you, or you can just find a reason to log into this game for the first time in six days. Whatever happened to our our trolling potato? Remember him? He moved servers. Yeah, Piggy oh. McSquee. No, yeah. no, 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 no. The, 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 there was a different guy. Like Piggy's always dressed up in his pig. Remember the guy who used to like always like rape Juxta on camera? Oh yeah, that good guy. times. I'm, I was, like, I th- probably the fact that we didn't like react with like, oh, that's the most vile thing I've ever seen. I mean, like it's, it's hard. not the most vile thing. It's we ever hard. Saw. It's really hard to encourage trolling. Here on on Limit Break Radio, because we're almost the ultimate FF14 trolls at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's just no one better than us. Well, because when no one's in there like doing constant emotes, trolling? when no one's in there doing constant <laughs> emotes, all we get is like you know furniture and stuff. We need someone in there like emoting constantly so the iCam follows you around. Maybe trolling's not the the right word, but um, you know we're we're, we're I mean creating conflict. We're we're definitely a divisive show. That's for sure. I mean, we generate discussion about FF14 like no other FF14 show could possibly yeah. hope has, to. Has what other any, 14 show? I was going to say, no other 14 good, show good has came up on the top of uh, Blue Garter's search results like we have before. That's right. I don't think, <laughs> and, and I don't think any of them have, I mean, good or bad, had a, a thread that has stayed at the top of our FFXIV like we did. Did you see someone, <laughs> someone was like upset because like whenever they Googled FF14 podcast, they kept getting ours oh, and they didn't right. want ours. Right. That's right. And I think and they had said that we had strategically placed ourselves at the top of Google search results. So they couldn't find yep, any good podcast. Like we paid for our checkpoint. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea That's that right. you can just be like, "Well, you know what? I've got an idea. Maybe we should be on the top of the Google search." It's not because no one's the, going for that. Play. It's not because we're the best, and most popular podcast. Obviously. Um. Well, and we're going to pay fifteen hundred dollars a month for that privilege. Also, also very expensive. Also, if that happened, it would say sponsored. Like it's pretty yeah, obvious like, that true to tell who that true. Like we, it, we paid them extra to not put sponsored on there 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 are i mean there are legit places that do that they will mm-hmm. pay google to be at the top of the search results yeah. but google discloses that yeah it does by the way There's does anyone else the box there instantly ignore everything that has a little sponsored tag on it yep, oh, yeah because yes. most of the time i'm like oh that's definitely uh spyware yep that's definitely spyware. except that's what i'm looking for relevant. sometimes it's like oh i'm gonna look for this thing and it's like sponsored the thing i'm looking for i'm like 
I'm going to click the one below yeah. it. Yep. yep. But it's the I same link. Do. I'm like, oh. oh my God. No, you're right. Even if it's like the same website that it's directing you yeah. to, I always click on the non-sponsored one. I, just I'm just safe. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you ever see a Limit Break Radio link with sponsored next to it, take a, you know, like take a screenshot of it. We'd love to actually see credible proof that that we would spend money on something I, like that. I want to meet the person who is sponsoring a link on our behalf. Yeah, <laughs> someone's got nothing better to do. That's true. Because yeah, we definitely do not spend money like that. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, uh, that that is that is truly funny. It may it you may know have we, something to do with the fact that our website has been around for ten years. That too, and has more traffic. But I know what we should do with our marketing budget now is we should put Limit Break Radio's logo on what marketing Ms. budget on Mrs. Freshly's little potato <laughs> chip things. We could be right next to Square Enix. There you go. Do you think they would like that? Oh no, my I don't god, think they'd they be would. so mad. I think they would be oh, furious. That's why we should. Do oh, it. it's worth the money. <laughs> it how is almost get, worth the right, money. Someone has to email Mrs. Freshly's and see how much that would cost. Kooky, get on it. Oh my god, that's please a ter- reach out. That's to a terrible. No, that's a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to uh, to to Limit Break Radio. We're excited to uh, have you along. And uh, we've got plenty to talk about today, including two interviews um, that have actually been floating around out in the FF14 community for, for a like while. We, yeah, we we haven't. We just have. We've had them on our rundown. We just haven't had time to cover them. So uh, we're going to talk about some of the implications of what was talked about in those interviews. That's coming up a little bit later on in the program today. But of course, we also, uh, as always, invite your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. Limit Break Radio slash discord now uh before we get into the news here a couple of things that uh, i wanted to go over the first thing is is that uh we have proposed uh, uh some some changes to this program over to our uh patreon listeners our patreon donors um and so we've got a discussion currently uh currently happening at patreon.com slash limit break radio if you give to the limit break radio uh patreon page then uh then you know what you can you know you can be a part of this discussion and the thing is is that you know um it's already uh, we've kind of been put out there. Um, I, I'm sure by our patrons what what exactly we're we're thinking about or planning on doing with this show, and I'm sure that we're going to get all kinds kinds of feedback from all sorts of people. But the thing that you guys need to know is where we're going to engage meaningfully in that discussion is over at our Patreon.com/slash/LimitBreakRadio page. That's the only place. Anywhere else, you may get a very flippant "fuck off" or <laughs> you know, or, or we could miss lick, it. Lick like, my lick my grundle. Or if, I mean, if you try and throw something out like during a show, we're probably going to miss it, and we're talking about other shit. Yeah, so. like you know, if you if you're like, well, That's I a much more practical answer. I I told them I told them how I feel in the chat room that was scrolling really fast during the show. Then you know what? No, you didn't lick, actually. Lick, lick my you, you didn't actually. So, um, the, where we're having this conversation is over at Patreon.com/slash Limit Break Radio. Let's and, complain about it, and and that's to ensure that the people who are are actually helping to fund the project get a say in the way that the show evolves um i you know i think that we've taken a look at uh the way that square enix is rolling out content for stormblood and ff14 at this point and it's making us uh reevaluate the way that we approach producing this show 
every single week. We don't want to drop down to a bi-weekly show. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to change that aspect of what we do. So uh, we've put forward another proposal and eventually we'll um, maybe next week, maybe the week after we'll bring it onto the show for public comment. And then uh, and then we'll we'll actually uh, make the decision and make the announcement uh, coming up in probably the next couple of weeks after after uh, November, probably like maybe mid November is when uh, we'll actually make the decision on that so time to put your mouth where our balls are uh but uh before then of course is uh november 4th and extra life nika let everyone know about extra life yes extra life thank you to those of you that have been joining the team i see you You guys are doing a great job raising the money already extra life is on november 4th it is the uh the charity we've been doing for quite a few years now uh, um raising money for the Children's Miracle Network. You can join the Limit Break Radio team at the link that Pookie has already placed into the chat. We are uh, running under the Limit Break Radio name banner. And uh, I will be streaming all 24 hours. I think it's 25, actually, with the time change. 25 hours on the Limit Break Radio Twitch right here. Um, but please join up on the team. Start earning money. Let's let's get Limit Break Radio higher than we were last year. I think we were like... 30, 3,300 or something like that. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I signed up today. Yeah, it's, it's actually really funny. I signed up today as well. Kahlo, didn't you sign up recently as uh, well? I signed up a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. it's really interesting that uh, Nika hasn't personally said thank you to any of us. Yeah. she gets Okay, you do alerts, realize I, I wasn't home all weekend and my texts actually just say, congrats, Captain, a new person joined your team. So, <laughs> so I don't know who they were. So, Cap, so you didn't look, hey, look, you didn't look one into you, it all? One of you joined at 1019 and one of you joined at 1114. I just don't know who. L- l- <laughs> listen, listen, Captain. I think it's... it's if Captain. You, yeah. Captain. If, if you're going to be the captain of the ship, then uh, you, you, you need, need to properly motivate yeah. the crew. That's right. You're That's in charge right. of morale. I do, I do, once enough people join the team, I start sending out team emails through the Extra Life's oh, like, website hub. So I can't I can't wait. You guys would know if you were part of the team for the last I can't wait to start getting those. I can't um, wait to start yeah. getting those. I, I, I have a question, Nika. Oh, good. The sarcasm. So, so within our, uh, you know, our, our our team here, you know, I think that uh-huh. you have ties most closely to a particular person. You know, you guys used to stream together. <laughs> you have fans that are like, you know, that that combine your name like Brad Pitt and, and Angelina. You know, and <laughs> I guess fanfic you together, and uh, you even rated together. Um, has he joined your team yet? Not as far as I know. Mm. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's saying mm, something. Man. Huh. I haven't yeah. called out this hard since college. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, no, yeah, I haven't joined yet. Uh, mainly be- about it. Mainly because I don't yet know what my date is going to be. Uh, basically, every year I've been doing a 24-hour stream at least once a year for charity. And this year, those two things are sort of getting merged into one. I'm, yeah. Instead of doing one that separate doesn't, from It you doesn't guys. mean that you can, you can like drag your feet on joining the team. You no, can do yeah, that yeah, at any time, Join the team you and start raising money. Just get, like, let people know you're doing the it fact, so you can start getting money I just now. Know the, fact that you're not, the fact that you're not signed up for Team Limit Break Radio means that you're giving you Juxta's no baby cancer. Fault. <gasps> yeah. You're my baby flamingo? Bert Bert? <laughs> Is that supposed to make you feel bad? I mean, oh yeah, God. yeah. That's supposed to motivate you. You don't oh. want Juxta's baby to get cancer. Like, Juxta get cancer, sure. Yeah. Juxta's huh. girlfriend get cancer, okay. <laughs> baby? Wow. Mm. It does wow. Seem baby dark. would have to live without parents. That's just a well, sad. Well, hold on. Without hold those on. parents? Yeah, you can yeah, find better. On. You can find better parents. Very good for chance. Sure. Yeah, guys, Very good chance so she mean. might get better better parents. So so, you know, like I that I could see. Wait, flamingo? Yeah, flamingo. What that's the a, f- fuck does that mean? 
That's what she went to Halloween at or her trick-or-treating yesterday as, uh, as uh, a flamingo. No, no, no. Halloween is next weekend. Yeah, she went trick-or-treating she went trick or treating yesterday. It's early. You went oh trick-or-treating. You went trick-or-treating. You, you, hang, hang on, hang on. Stop, stop. Wait a minute. You took... You 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 took your your six newborn weeks. baby, six weeks old baby, your trick or treat, stupid newborn AKA, baby. I'm too old to trick or treat, and I want candy. Someone take my baby. That is exactly what is happening here. <laughs> you you took your you took your baby and you put it in something stupid and in front of other people so that they would give you candy. How much yes. of that candy is left? And fawn over my beautiful baby. Nobody gives a shit about your stupid ugly baby. Everybody loves my wonderful Hold on. baby. All right, trust so, me. Were you at least honest about it? Like when they opened the door, did you actually say trick or treat, or were you like, "Look, this is my baby, but I want candy"? Because I could respect that. No, I actually didn't even say anything. It's like you go to like a little, like a little, like a historical village thing, and they have like little candy stations set oh, up. You just everywhere. take it, and you just like <laughs> hold out your bag, and you're just like, "Oh, thank you." And what you Halloween sucks? Course. Hang on, hang on, Jeez. hang on. He didn't even do the like, trick or treat. The real trick or treating. Yeah, he went no. to he went to the lazy person's. Oh, Trick or treating method. That's like that's like my fat uncle that would take me around the mall and 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 have me trick or treat. Like they had you had to do that. They had like dude. They had like a bowl of like random candy that that like each store would. would, Yes, I I, absolutely. But only my fat uncle ever did that. Hold on, Uh, uh, Juxa. You have one more chance to redeem yourself. All right, baby was a pink pink flamingo. What did you and uh, Ferris dress up as? Uh. Podcaster and podcaster oh, girlfriend. Uh, at least you didn't say mom what? and dad. You probably should but, have dressed up too. Yeah, that's it's not like you that, don't that, have cosplay. You don't, co- you don't it qualify. It was through the moment. It was like, dude, you Friday. You could have. My sister's it. like, hey, go want to go trick or treating with my your my babies, and we can bring your baby, and we can have baby trick or treating. Listen, and it's like, listen, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. Listen, listen, I love candy. Listen, okay, you could have worn your Tyranno costume, right, and then taken bean bags of of uh, that look like pokeballs and thrown them at your baby. Bean bags, <laughs> yeah, bean bags, bean bags. Well, those are. I mean, you think I have bean bags lying around? I don't. Well, Just bags prob- of beans. <laughs> you you pr- think I eat beans? I mean, usually. Usually they're filled with rice, but uh, the thing is... Rice? Now you're... We're going from beans to rice? What kind of a person do you think I am? I, I mean, I would hope that you at least Maybe have you would see like rocks or something. I have rocks laying around. I don't have beans rice or rice. Beans. I'm just saying That's like... That's so racist. I'm just saying like... You don't, think that I have rice sitting around just what, because... No, what I'm, what I'm saying is... is don't, because what? I'm because white? What? No, because no, no. I'm white. That's <laughs> why I have rice. Okay. <laughs> wow. The fuck? What, wow. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that it probably... What are you saying? It probably are you saying you're a Native American giver? Is that what you're saying? Where are you going with this, you racist piece of shit? Native American giver? He's trying to be Where PC. did that even come from? Where did it PC. come from? He's floundering. That's where it's coming from. He yeah. knows he can't he can't like it win is. this in any way. What I'm saying what I'm saying is is that that would have at least been a passable costume for you and your fucking baby cuz you could have passed her off as some kind of pokemon. I don't know yeah, what. Yeah, sure there's a flamingo pokemon, and, and, right? And 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 the, the only reason that I say a, a bean ba- like bean bags that look like uh pokeballs is because they're a it's non-lethal and b you don't really 
really want to take your weed grinder that looks like the Pokeball and throw it at your fucking <laughs> daughter's head because that's made out of fucking steel, okay? Hey, but, I hear those, which you haven't used, by the way. My don't, brother, don't think I haven't noticed. No, I can't, hold on, hold on, I, no, my the, brother got one of those, the exact same he one. He got one of those I, for me. I know, and this is why I mentioned it because he says, my brother says, it sucks. It's the worst weed it grinder ever It is the worst ever grinder ever. And everyone, every video gamer nerd gets it because they think, oh, cool, that's going to be my first weed grinder. It's a Pokeball. That's fucking it. And then horrible. It Sucks. It's terrible. It's the worst. It, it is the worst grinder I've ever owned, and I've owned a lot of shitty grinders. Uh, Lysis in the chat earlier saying, you know, everybody doesn't even believe you have a baby, and that's so true. If you watch him stream and he has little Burt Burt, whenever you can hear her or he shows her on stream, there's at least one person who's like, oh shit, the baby's real? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I could post in the Discord right now a picture of little Burt Burt if you want. Do it. And Please I, don't. And no, don't. Would no, be like, she's nobody real? cares. None could, of them care. None I'll, of the Discord Chad, just I could post a post picture of a baby in Discord too. I'm in the picture, idiot. Post it in the Twitch chat. I okay, it's actually really hard to post in the Twitch <laughs> chat. You have to find a place to upload it and then. No, just copy the image source from Facebook and just link it. Oh my god, just stop. <sighs> just stop. No, none of this needs to Look, happen. The baby doesn't exist, okay? Fuck, the baby's stupid anyway. You're stupid. Oh, she's, she's cute. I don't give a fuck. Man, I want to go trick or treating. I now. do not give a Nico, shit. Nico, why did your voice crack when you said that? <laughs> because I'm catching a cold. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, right. Get uh, out of here. Go ahead and say your stupid baby, too, Nico. No, go I ahead. Like your baby. I know what you're doing. Yeah. Can I come meet your baby? No. Don't and do that. Yes, she's Why? the cutest. You, you want to hold her and feed her? She's so, I do. She's so I really good. Do. Okay, so yeah. when you hold the bottle, if you hold your pinky just above her chin, she grabs onto it and, and sucks Aww, and holds really so tightly. Stop. It's so oh cute. That is so cute. I know. No, She's it's the not. best baby. I've None met the baby. It's not worth meeting. Yeah. It's I want to meet her. Save, save your time. Because she's a her, not an it. Yes. You have to make well, it to two years old before you're not in it. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, <laughs> she's whatever she wants to be. So if she wants to be there a you he, go. then. Well, yeah, at, least right, at least right now, as far as we know. Oh, but it is not. I don't think it is the proper pronoun anymore. Yeah, it, is it? That's not the proper program, right? They? Resident, you know, let's call her they until we Resident know. transgender expert. It, I don't just ask what they want to be called. <laughs> just call her Pennywise and be over it. I okay, like all right? Like Pennywise, we, yeah. That. Why didn't you dress her up as Pennywise? Because that's what a good father would have done. Is that the butler from Batman? <laughs> Pennyworth, you ask? No. It's the clown from It. Dear God. Uh, <laughs> Pennyworth? So is that the, that's the last name? Alfred what? Pennyworth is the wow, butler Wow, that was actually Batman. really accurate. I don't <laughs> No, it wasn't. Well, I mean, it was like pretty close. Though. I have no. no idea what to say to this. None. What? What is I, going on? The fact on? that it was even like in the same fucking ballpark is shocking. I to know. Me. It's yeah, because I didn't know the the butler's last name. Oh I God. I know that. I like in my heart, I know that. <laughs> I've you your did parents, not, you did not need to tell me that. <laughs> I knew that. I don't know that you did. Alfred Pennyworth, paid by Michael Caine. Uh, all right, let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit-breaking news update. All safe rate has returned. Holy shit! I didn't have it open because we had you something else on there. Everything. You're fired. God damn it, you are terrible at this. All Saints Wake has returned. You're some kind of moron, you know that? And my god, I didn't think you could make <laughs> seasonal events even no more <laughs> unappealing. <laughs> but somehow they've done it. 
Honestly, even simply Juxta would be an improvement at this point. Aorza's Halloween-esque celebration will award you with a werewolf attire, which looks like Lorez for a reject outfit. Hashtag Team Jacob. And five different furniture. Holy shit. No new for pets. All, for all the, the housing that everyone has yes, after the update. that's right. No new pets, no new mounts, no new music. Ugh. Now, the event last year was kind of fun as it did incorporate certain objective-based tasks into the dungeon format. Hopefully it follows the same trend. Uh, the event has begun and will end on November 1st, and uh, your chance at getting any of these cool, awesome things will become null and void unless you buy it from the cash shop, like the previous year's items. Fun story, though. They just copy pasted last year's uh, dungeon event into this one. It's exactly, it's exactly Did they really? The yeah, remember, <laughs> yeah. Well, remember how much you guys were praising yeah. it. No, it is fun. Yeah. It's cool, but I just wish they would have changed up some of the objectives or yeah, something. Yeah, something a little different. They're no. the same. What we said was they need to take the good parts of this event and put it into the main game. Put it and in, into an actual event. They haven't. Instead, so they just copy nope. pasta and we've got it again, guys. Exact Yay. Same thing. The guys liked exact it this year, uh, this event last year. Do it again. But, you know, for worse rewards. Mm. I mean, they're kind of cute. Like, I have this big, like, placemat with pumpkin on it and, like, the pumpkin candle on my table in my apartment. It's kind of cool, but it's. Mm. It exactly. can be cool. Exactly. Music, something. Mm. It's, it could be cool. It's, it's exactly yeah. it, yeah. Mm. The next episode of Duty Commenced has been released. Good job. Nice. And features community members Matt Hilton, Shannon, and Aya. Though they may not be allowed to admit it, we here at LBR have on occasion hung out with Shannon and Aya at various <coughs> industry get-togethers, <coughs> E3. Hey, friend of the show, Shannon. Uh, okay. I mean, she might not admit that in public. But yeah, I don't yeah. think they're allowed to yeah. say she that. She came on stream with me one night. Really? Yeah, she streamed uh, PUBG with me one night. Oh, when she ran you over? <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, nice. if you didn't get a chance to watch it, that uh, that happened on the twentieth. I'll bet that that one might have actually been kind of entertaining. So, I mean, I guess. I mean, I'll bet it's not. Wow. It can't, you're, it can't you're, be any worse all, than the live letters, right? You're, you're already listening to a superior FF14 show right now. Not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't know if we should just that straightforwardly diss the official show. <laughs> Have you ever watched it? Uh, like five seconds. Yeah. How was it, Nika? <laughs> What'd you think? Um, hard to pay that much attention to. Yeah. yeah what? What? Much like Final Fantasy XIV, it's hard to pay much attention to. I wonder why that is. You geeks are so gullible. Listen, um, so... They, just, they didn't seem very enthused, that was all. Like, we don't play the game, and I feel like we seem more enthused than they were. That's what, because, really? That's because our enthusement is fueled by hatred. Enthusement. 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 Yeah. Yep. Enthusiasm? No, enthusement. Enthusement. Okay. Enthusement. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I like, like enthusement, actually. Words. I'm going to use that. Fun. As <laughs> some of you may or may not have known, uh, this year marks the 30th anniversary of Final Fantasy as a franchise. We've really? only been saying yeah. that for the last seven months. Yeah. Square oh. Enix has been touting around all year long from their special Final Fantasy-themed wine oh. to the newest pop-up event in London. Pop what kind of awesome, amazing things are they doing to commemorate 30 years of Final Fantasy? Well, you can play some games and buy some stuff, like Moogle and Cactar mugs. You can also purchase tickets to one of two events. The first will be for Dissidia and feature Ichiro Hazama on Friday the 3rd, and the second event on Sunday the 5th will be none other than our favorite Yoship talking about Final Fantasy XIV. Boy, Fun. sure wish I lived in London, would hate to miss this. Oh, why are you so angry? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty okay with this. I think if I lived in London, I would go. I mean, 
Yeah, if I was already there, I wouldn't make the trip. Uh, okay, yeah. but what I'm sick here. of is them touting around the 30th anniversary and here's some fucking bullshit. Yeah, no, literally every time they mention that it's the 30th anniversary, it's just something stupid. What's actually bothering me is they said that Distant Worlds was going to get a ton of new more city locations because of 30th anniversary and all the 30th anniversary ones they're posting are just the couple of main big cities that they already always went to. Yeah, so it's like, like, I, it's it, like it oh, cool, in, Toronto gets two performances this year. It has not year. been in my area since like 2012 or something like that. Right. So what and they like, need to I've do been, is just stop catering to their old veteran cities and bring in new cities that have... Uh-oh. What? Oh. Yeah. He's... It's, <laughs> his jokes aren't even landing today. Yeah, yeah they're not. He's a little um, no, So yeah, Sarah corrected me. It's been since 2010 since it's been anywhere relatively close wow. to Washington, D.C. Well, Seven I mean, years. I mean, we get it in Chicago, but like, when's the last time Detroit was on a distant world docket? Um, I went in Grand Rapids uh, the year before, like 20, 2009, I think. Yeah. I went to uh, the last time I remember Dear Friends in Detroit one year. That no, the last time we went to uh, the last time I went uh, or the that I knew Distant Worlds was in Detroit was when we went. That yeah. was like the first time that we had ever met in person. That wasn't Dear Friends. No, it was that was Distant Worlds. That was what Distant I mean, Worlds. Uh, man, you're right. I thought that was. I don't know why I thought that was in Chicago, but you're right. No, there was one Distant Worlds in Detroit. There was. Yeah, and I then there was it. the Grand Rapids, which was also. Yep. Has, has there even been one in Michigan? Well, that's <laughs> not recently. No, everybody comes to Detroit once, and then that's it. I just I kind of feel like it makes sense when you know they're just doing like sporadic dates here and there but when they're like 30th anniversary we're gonna get a lot more distant world tour dates and they're going to the same couple of big cities like yeah what? i don't i don't get it i don't either I, I do you think maybe we're the reason that they don't come to detroit <laughs> that show did really well like here yeah yeah we, when we went sold out every it night. was sold out every night yeah the or, one i went to in grand rapids uamatsu was there he was sitting like no i think it was one night really I, think it was, I think it was one night I and Susan i think it was Kelly, it sold out too yeah yeah okay yeah, I, 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 I was sorry. It was my first time going to Chicago. They did like back to back performances. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I definitely remember that place being fucking packed. Yeah, there was, was nowhere to sit. It was, it was um, video games live that wasn't like it, it. And it was, it wasn't that there was necessarily less. It's just not every seat was full for video I've, games. I've live. been to video games live twice, and they play the same songs that every other video game concert plays. I know, so it's a lot less exciting. Like yeah. the concert's good, and I like I like going to it, but it's just it's a lot of the same. I, I every watch, time I do Distant Worlds, there's at least one song that I haven't heard at another Distant Worlds concert. Yeah. Like the first time they actually played Tara's theme uh, at Distant Worlds for me, because like it was my third one before they actually played it, and and, and then they all. play One Wing and Angel. Oh, this, you know, that did happen in my second one where they were like, all right, what do you guys want for an encore? We can either do One Winged Angel again or we can do Terrace theme. Fuck that crowd. Fucking One Winged <laughs> Angel that assholes. Stupid that assholes. Twice, you, Don't, piece of shit. you just yeah. bought the CD. Christ. But Sephiroth is cool. Um, <sighs> it, it, no. Uh, I never not forgive that cool. Detroit not for that. that. Not that cool. but, but you know what else they were doing for 30th anniversary is the Bahama Escape game. They were. How was it? God damn it. We, I was. <laughs> you can't. Um, you, no, you got to wait until I throw to the. God damn it. I can't. Okay, I don't have. I'll admit, I don't have the outlet open because my mouse is broken and I can't click on it. That anything. wasn't what? even you. That was this guy. What happened to your mouse, first of all? I have no idea. Ever since I reconnected my controller since I did the system restore, I've been trying to plug and replug in my mouse, and uh, it's just frozen on my screen. It won't move. I can use my keyboard. I can alt-tab. I can use my <laughs> controller. But my mouse just says, fuck you. I hate you. And it won't. I can't click well, on anything. yeah. The doy. So I don't know why. Um, okay. But I can't. I can't. 
fix it. I can't even click on troubleshoot because my mouse isn't working. So, so your computer is like it hates not doing me today. great. It really, it really doesn't like me. Listen, um, you guys, you got all of you need to remember across all the shows that we do is that I move the conversation along. Yeah. The, the fucking four times you've done that to me, Kahlo, on Checkpoint. Yeah, yeah what the hell? Where, yes, yes, uh, yes. Like, right before I'm about to go into a reset, too. Where I've got to go <laughs> into the reset and then set it back up. What kind of shit oh, are you? You're fucking awful. At, all of you are awful if at If it's this. happened four times, you got to tell me this. So, I don't do it. Unbelievable. I'm telling you right now. Okay. Because Nika just did it. This is this is what this is what I didn't we write it on the outline, so I wanted to make sure. Fuck off, Nika! No one asked you. This is <laughs> what, what we call what, a teachable. This is what we call a teachable moment. God damn it! I wrote no. it on the outline, Nika. Well, see, I can't tell because I can't fucking open it. You have a phone. <gasps> that yeah, you open it on your phone or something. Uh, okay, I can do that. Threw up in my mouth a little bit. I was just winging it. I'm way too tired to like care that much right now, but I'll, I'll do it. Tell us about the fucking Bahamut escape room. Good okay, I went. So, so uh, this weekend was the very last Bahamut escape room. So, if you didn't get your tickets, you're SOL. So, I can talk about it and not spoiler anybody. It was actually pretty cool because um, it wasn't actually an escape room per se. When like, if you go to an escape room, it's just like you and your team and you're in, like by yourself. This was more like there was like 26 teams. I think they were all at different tables and you're all in the same room. Didn't and then we, they, didn't we, when we talked about the idea of this, isn't that what we all envisioned too? But yeah, but let's, but it's different because then they had, they have the starting stuff on the table and then around the outside of the room, there were like dungeons with guards in front and you'd have to, you do certain objectives, to get past them to get the clues inside the dungeons. So uh-huh. like on the table, there were six jobs and each job had abilities and you had to use those abilities to get past certain objectives. The weirdest thing is they picked ranger and thief, which are not actually in this Instead game, of like ninja and bard? No, bard wasn't it. It's separate. Oh. Bard and Ranger were both. So it was Paladin, Black Mage, White Mage, Bard, Ranger, Thief. So why not Machinist then? I don't know. Well, because Ranger needed to summon animal friends, and we don't have like a Beastmaster in this well, game. Okay, so they just put well, Ranger. I, I, I guess technically this this wasn't like an FF14 Bahamut escape room. This was just like Final Fantasy Bahamut escape room. No, it was FF14. Right? It was absolutely FF14. Then why the fuck what the wouldn't f- it be? Can't like, what? I don't know. And they had like new art for it too. The ranger was like an elf with a bow. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm never, you know. Um, but yeah, they actually. Sounds so like 11. So you sit down and everyone picks a job and then you just sit there and then and then a video comes up where they they used reused um, like cutscene materials, but they actually had the voice actors voice new voice for it. So you got um, Merle Wibb, Kane Senna and Raubon talking to you about how Bahamut's coming back. And oh, look, adventurers are here. It's up to you guys to save the day. And they were like talking to us. It was really cool. (laughs) Like they were looking right at the screen. talking. Um, But they could have done a little bit better on the lip syncing, but whatever. Eh. Um, Are you well, sure? Because it doesn't sound cool. <laughs> it was really cool. And it, I mean, and, and it, it was really nice because the, that we were so like we're so out of the hype of the game right now. But at least being in a room of like a hundred people that all play the game and all are there for a hundred people. Like, yeah. See, see, 20, that, that's well, twenty six times six. It's more than like it was. 26 teams with six people in each, and I think a couple of teams might have only had five. Like, like I don't doubt that this was a lot of fun, but I mean, you also have to assume that, you know, you were there with, uh, you know, five of your friends who were also into the game. So whether it was Final Fantasy themed or not, you were probably going to have fun, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I definitely think it was f- more fun because I was there with, like, Surrey and people from my static. I think if I was there by myself with just, like, a bunch of pugs, it would have still been <laughs> fun, but not, not as fun. 
Um, but it, it was really cool. And, like, I feel like the, some of the abilities they gave to the jobs were like really random and weird. Like the tank limit break is what you needed to defeat Bahamut. You had to have Excalibur use the tank limit break and that would destroy Bahamut. I was like, all right, cool. Are we, when are we getting this tank limit break in the game? I want this. Like how much, how much different was it from the live quests that we did? Yeah. At, oh gosh, uh, it was so much different. So like really? there was, it was mostly like riddles and puzzles like you'd expect in escape room. So you sit down and you're like, okay, your first job is to unlock the bestiary and you have a whole bunch of clues and you have to like solve puzzles and you have to do like, you have, some of you have abilities that are used for that specific puzzle. So like Black Mage's Thunder was like zap certain letters after blah, blah, blah. So you have to find the card that matches that and zap out the letters and solve the puzzle and like um and then uh so it was like actual puzzles not just like super easy stuff yeah yeah and then once you would do that you'd open the bestiary and inside there were descriptions of tonberry the gubu and the animantoids and the clues on the the bestiary cards would give us clues about how to solve the next puzzles and so you'd have to figure out how do i get past the cactor how do i get past the tonberry like which which job ability that do i have and you have to go up to the guard then like what do you need you know the, the the actors were on point like they were really in character and if you you did something wrong like you tried a, a strategy and it wasn't the right one they have an in-character response to like send you off um it, it was pretty cool so like we had to like turn ourselves into frogs to get past the tonberry to get into wanderer's palace and like find the clue it was cool all right so i mean it actually sounds like escape room level like, it, it was like, very I mean, I, I escape watched... room level of riddles yeah um mm-hmm. but the, the it was just different because we were all in one room and then we like once people started like distancing themselves based on their level of riddle solving skills and we were all you know everyone was all around the room at different times which was kind of cool it was very hectic so we'd run we'd get the next clue we'd run back to our table open it try to solve it run to the next dungeon spot um there are points where we had like a crossword puzzle we had to solve but the only way to get the answers was to like split up and and find um the the answers based on our ability so like i had to go and intimidate this guard to get the password and i run over to him with my intimidate card and he starts screaming and like panicking he's like what do you want i was like i want the password and he goes okay like so it was really cool um, I know Strife was raging or, rant, or raving about the um, the girl who only will reveal a secret um, when she when she doesn't see you. So he had to hide, and she would just like hold her hand up, like oh, I don't see you, and like the password was right on there. They were very in character. Um, it was really fun, and I feel like our group was like really really good until we got to the very last clue. We were like. <laughs> 15 like we had 15 minutes left and we were ready to go fight Bahamut and like there was only like one or two groups ahead of us like we were like yeah we're like the third team that was doing this and then we couldn't figure out the last clue we had it wrong All right. and it took fucking forever to figure it out but when we did we we ended up winning with like one minute left so who on your who on your team was the MVP and who was dead weight um be honest be honest you gotta we be were honest all pretty equally oh, no, no were. come on it's come stri- on strife in the chat he'll who, tell the truth who, who, who yeah who got carried who got carried here it was nico wasn't it well it the, the thing is that with a lot of the different clues like we would we would pass them out because there was enough that we could like sort them out and do them together and then each of us had our own job and so we would use our own ability and split up and figure out who we had to talk to mm-hmm. like it I don't know. I don't think it was good I, more than I, anyone I think else. it's pretty telling that they were able to rush through most of it and then stalled out on the final raid bar. Yeah. It, just, it seems a lot out. like their history yes, in raiding. I figured out we had to put the Moogle in the box. That's um, the real thing you had to do. Let's put the Moogle in the box. Li- listen. Put li- it in the bowl of embers and say bye. Listen. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> that so, was a thing you had to do. So I, yeah. I, I do think that you know one of the big appeals of a escape room is the actual room itself and to take that element out of it i think is a little bit disappointing but it um, wasn't completely out of it like the the center area they call it the entire it was like a big huge open room that they called the dungeon and then in different parts of the dungeon you had the binacle of bahaman over in one corner you had the novice network in one part which was actually like little hints if you couldn't figure it out and then they would have the the shop over in one corner and there'd be a guard there and then the gubu was the one who was at the shop and then in the other corner you'd have like 
a little like twisty area and the first part of it was the uh, Wanderer's Palace the second part of it was Crystal Tower and the third part of it was the Bowl of Embers and you'd walk through it and once you solve the puzzle you get to walk through and get the next clue um, I mean so it, it wasn't totally devoid of escape room elements it was just it was an escape. So, I, 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 get, I get what Nate means. Like, yeah, okay, it had all the the trappings of an escape room. Yeah, but, but when but, I watch the videos, actually seeing them confined to a room, yes. there's it, it adds a whole different element. Like, like no, 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 not easily. only that, not only not only do you have uh, puzzles that you have to solve, is that those puzzles in a very practical way end up advancing. So you know, like if if you solve a puzzle in the room, it gives you an actual key that you use in an actual lock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the kind of the, the well, we cool had, um, appeals. Two of them had it. number combination locks, and so once we solved the puzzles, we had to actually put in the number combination, open it, and the next clue came out. That was kind of cool. Okay. Like we had to go in the bowl of embers, and we got uh, uh, the treasure chest that was made out of animan toy shell, which we knew was impervious to fire, but only in the bowl of embers. And we're like, okay, what's the point of that? So you open it, we get the next clue, whatever, and we figured out that the, at the end of the thing, you get instructions that say this is how you beat Bahamut, and we we had all the pieces, we had Excalibur, we had all the, the moves that said we had to have, but then the thing is, as it goes. Okay, and then um, Bahamut's going to use Mega Flare before you limb break, and everyone's going to die too bad, so sad. And we're like, okay, well, we have the Phoenix down, but apparently our Moogle would have died too. So what we had to do is shove the Moogle in the box with the Phoenix down and stick him in the bowl of embers so that because that's where he's impervious to fire, and then he could raise us and save the day. And I was like, this is like we just couldn't figure out to put the Moogle in the box and then put him in the bowl of embers. It made zero sense at the time, but like then, but afterwards, we're like, okay, now that actually makes sense, but. I don't know that it does. No, but no, okay. it doesn't. no, it doesn't. No, we reject it. <laughs> well, it's because what we didn't realize is that the clue, like even at the Novice Network, the clue was read the instructions to defeat Bahamut very closely. And we're like, what the fuck? We did that. I mean, but what we didn't realize is it said the entire dungeon gets engulfed with Mega Flare when Bahamut uses it. That includes the entire room, which includes the Bowl of Embers. So that way he's safe if we place him there. Now, and we were thinking it just affected the Binding Coil of Bahamut area. So we were like, that was the, the difference. It was really hard. Like, that's the only clue we couldn't figure out. We ended up figuring it out. And I wasn't even sure why I did it. I was like, people are going in there and coming out with items. Like, let's just put the fucking Moogle in the box. He fits. Let's just put him in there. Let's just go. And then I walked back there and it, it was the right answer. And we just like booked it over to the Binding Coil. And we won with like one minute left on the clock. Foo's rotation says, Moogle in the box, the Phoenix down in the bowl of embers, cook on high for 15 minutes and turn over the box occasionally. <laughs> Moogle fried chicken. There you but go. No, but he was in an adamantoid box that protected him from the fire. Uh-huh. You, he would still be incinerated. You, you realize. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just called an oven. Yeah. And right. Just heat up. <laughs> yeah, you just slow roasted him and then gave him a way to no, no, bring himself back to life. I think it works because I remember Indiana Jones tried a similar tactic. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, if I remember correctly, that box like flew like 800 feet in the air. So, you know what? Boxes are safe. Fair enough. All right. I mean, I guess. That isn't the most blasted scene in maybe the last 20 years of cinema or anything. Right. Yeah. But anyway, um, I feel like it was pretty cool that like Square Enix had actually gotten them to like the voice actors made unique voice acting just for this. And like it was definitely very well done. Like this company knows what they're doing. We, we had got a lot to put of effort into it. That's yeah, good. It, was, it wasn't just like half ass. It was a lot of fun. Good. Everyone in the room had a lot of fun. Um, apparently our group, like the 100, like the 26 teams in my room were apparently really, really good because at the end they listed off all the teams that won and only like six or so teams didn't win. Whereas I've been talking to other people that have done it and only like five or six teams wow. did win. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, any wow, kind of, our group uh, must have just been really smart. Any kind of prizes? Yeah, what'd you get for winning? Anything? 
I mean, do, what do you get for normally winning escape rooms? Oh, I, I don't know. Bragging all. rights and a really cool picture at the end. Oh. Yeah, usually I mean, you get in a, a picture or a, a certificate. Yeah, we had a yeah, I mean, I realize you're we won. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I can't like, share because my mouse isn't working. I think, I, I you know, like, th- we know that they have the, the job patches and stuff like that. Like, oh, something small, cool. you know, like your own job patch or, I don't know. Um, anyway, Nika, congratulations. Uh, congratulations on getting and through and glad that you enjoyed it. So we didn't have to travel all the way to New York to do it, but it was fun because I got to hang out with Strife and uh, Sevi, who is our other tank in our uh, static. So did uh, did you happen to, to talk to any of the other attendees while you were out there? Like, you know, get to get to know them outside of your, your group? Um, only like while waiting in line, but it was just so hectic. Like every, nobody was talking to anyone outside of their group because like you only had an hour and every like 10 or 15 minutes it would come up and say, 15 minutes has passed. You have 45 minutes remaining. You're like, fuck! And you just start running around and like, so there really wasn't enough time to talk to anybody else. Yeah, I, I would have just, I would have been curious to know what complete strangers take on the current state of the game are. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I, and and people throw this kind of accusation at us all the time, but you know, our audience does tend to see the game and, and view the game um, through our lens a lot of times. Mm-hmm. They, you know, um, if people listen to this show, uh, sometimes it's because they agree with us. Sometimes it's because they disagree with us. But um, I would say that, you know, of our fans, you know, most of them are kind of where we're at. Most of them can kind of are, are kind of feeling like how we are. And and so, um, you know, I, I, I would be curious to know of those people because those are incredibly dedicated fans if you're willing to buy a ticket to an escape room like you've really got to be invested in 14 so i would have been curious to know what, what their stance is ride the train and then the ticket for the room itself like we like it was so like we had to travel all the way to new york that's like four hours on a train it's, right it's, it's pain, you know each way and then we went saturday morning and then i literally just got back two hours before the show so like yeah. i'm really tired we didn't get a lot of sleep we had to wake up at six every morning and, did you spot any you know, lbr merch out there no, no, I, no. Looked. I saw a lot of like fan fest shirts there. Um, I'd apparently Viceroy was there at the one before me. So he wasn't uh, at the same one as me. I was, I was bummed because I was like, if I missed you at the same one, I would have been so mad. But um, no, right. but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. All right. There you go. So um, are, are there any escape room dates remaining? Nope. That's that the last, last one. Otherwise, last I wouldn't have spoiled so much of it. If gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, um, but they, but it's really cool because this company was advertising some new ones they're doing. Like they're gonna have an Attack on Titan one. That sounds really cool. Like what, escaping from a Titan. Okay, that sounds, that's that interesting. Right? That's, yeah. that's kind of interesting. Uh, was there anything else that stuck out to you? Um, because that does sound like a pretty de- decent company. Then yeah, it does. It I think they have like they seem like they do a lot of them. I've been trying to like look them up on Facebook and online and stuff. But, okay. Um, they seem to be a pretty legit company. Like they're, they're an escape game, not an escape room, but I still think that they really had their shit together. Like the actors specifically were really in character and really, really engaging. Um, Cern had to use a bard dance to distract her so he could go steal something. And he starts doing the Carlton. <laughs> and, the, and the guard was like, are you, really doing the Carlton in front of yes. me. It was so funny. I love that uh, Surin made uh, the guard break character. There you go. Yeah, yeah. She was like, wait, really? And then, but then 
<laughs> yeah, but it, it well, all because everyone it probably was, just did the Manderville immediately. Yeah, I right. love that he did something else. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So you know, I've, I wish I could say I recommended it, but there's no more dates left. I've right, always well, thought Bioshock would really lend itself to. Yeah, yeah, I think cool. there's de- there's some IPs that would definitely do a good job. Oh, there's Strife has linked in the chat their uh, website, so you can look up some other ones. Well, you're back on LBR now, Nika. So no more fun. Yeah, oh, quit darn. smiling. That's I right. Know, sorry, I was like excited about the game again for a whole one hour. You weren't even excited about the game. You're excited about a game about the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's very meta. I know. Which and doing things with raid static IRL. I mean, isn't that the final like the final step of an MMO? It's like when you've moved on from the game and you start doing stuff with your friends in game in real life. Isn't that the but final? Well, I mean, stuff in real life about the game that we play already. Though, how does that? How meta is that? I mean, how long? Loser. How long? How how long did the show the guild actually focus on what they were doing in game? I think mean, it did uh, a season and a half. Yeah, like Maybe. they moved on from that pretty quickly, didn't they? You know, I I got out of watching that and I came back and did like 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 for the newest seasons. Really, season five of that show was great. Jesus. I did not know that there oh, I was going to say I never finished it yeah, oh, Wiley in the, in the chat says Escape LBR can we look forward to it I got I got news for you buddy you guys have been in Escape LBR and so long <laughs> as you show up to this show you're never getting out that's yeah, you, right you just got to click the X dude that's, that's right that's the solution exactly. you, you ain't winning brah um, so uh, thanks, Nika, for uh, checking that out and uh, bringing that back to the show. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so uh, we've got a couple of interviews with Yoshi P that uh, we've kind of talked a little bit about. Mm-hmm. We've kind of glanced on some of the information contained within, but we haven't gone and broken them down into their, you know, um, specific yeah, specific responses to be able to try to glean what the future of FF14 might be. Um, and I, I think, you know, we're we're in kind of a, a a tough spot right now for FF14 to say the least um you know there's there's a lot of um a lot of uncertainty about what the future of this game is going to be is um you know everything that we're going to get from now until 5.0 just going to be the same and then is 5.0 just going to be the same moving forward i think that all of these are pretty valid questions and so you know when we have uh interviews with Yoshi P to to look at um we we try to you know we try to give it uh some some pretty serious examination um because it it is usually a bellwether uh to to where this game is going to go um you know when when you're holding people accountable for what they say then you know like that's kind of what we've been doing as we've been going over these interviews in finer detail um you know as the game continues to develop and then Comparing that up against what we actually get. And I think that what we found multiple times is not only that, you know, uh, a, a lot of content that, you know, they talk about in interviews actually does end up coming to fruition, although the timetable on it may not be what they say in the interview. They usually do end up addressing it at some point. There are rare exceptions like the API, um, mm. you know, but there are that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but for the most part, you know, when when the discussion was about jump potions, that came from a quote from an interview um, and it happened fast. And and again, you know, in that interview, they were like, yeah, we probably wouldn't do it until 5.0. And boom, we get it uh, right at Stormblood. So, you know, I, I think that parsing these interviews uh, and, and 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 really, you know, getting into the um 
uh, what's the, the, the minutia here is really important to be able to kind of uh, figure out w- the direction of uh, of this game. But we're also taking your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. So before we get into this GamesIndustry.biz interview with uh, with Yoshi P, um, I, I did want to address a couple of points of feedback about the show, uh, about Limit Break Radio, that we have gotten most recently through our Discord chat. Uh, and and uh, Juxta, you were supposed to initiate this bit at some point, and I don't know whatever happened to that. But somebody had said that they really enjoyed podcasts with uh, where the hosts do personal updates. And, and oh, I wasn't going to do the bit anymore because you yelled at us for taking control away from you and directing the show. <laughs> Well, you tried to Except for the one thing that we work out before the show. And I kind of did it at the very, very start. Yeah, he tried and you shut him down. Because that's not (laughs) where we could have had the fucking discussion. God. You are so dumb. Oh, my God. Are you, like, are, are you, are you, are you legitimately trying to pass that off as an excuse? Because that is really fucking pathetic. Like, honestly, are you? Are you trying to pass that off as an excuse right now? Are you not trying to pass that off as an excuse? Seriously, are you trying? Are you? Are you? Are you? Do you, do you genuinely mean that that you that you were not going to go back and do, and try to figure out where to make this work? Because we worked this out before the fucking show. I kind of I was really caught up in other stuff, so I forgot. Yeah, we shut him down pretty hard at the beginning. Are you fucking yeah. serious? Like, like no, I'm I'm legitimately fucking pissed now. Like, I'm 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 legitimately fucking mad at you because you sit here and none of your fu- like like you've made three jokes that make sense all fucking day. You keep talking about your stupid baby. I don't His give a shit. Baby. I don't give a shit. Can you try? Like, if you're gonna make the effort to show up to the fucking show, can you at least try a little bit? I mean, we again, we talked about this before the fucking show. I'm waiting on a, I'm waiting on an answer. All right. I mean, this is a complete fucking breakdown of of this show. And, and I mean, like you're not you're giving me fucking nothing, man. You're killing me today. What is this? legitimately? What is this? You've put the brakes on the whole fucking thing. What is this? What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't. Nah, fuck it. It's your show. You take it. You know what you're doing. Fuck you. You take control. What did I miss? I don't know. I'm so confused, guys. We were going to talk about the uh, the Discord thing that happened. The the whole hey, why don't you guys do personal updates? Ugh. Yeah. Okay, so what is all of that? What, what, yeah, I missed that. So, somebody uh, read that discussion, please. I, I tried to go back and read it, but my God, there was so much of it. So, I mean, I kind of like read a bunch of Aniro's responses, but basically, someone thought that like what they liked from the 11 show was how we used to have personal updates and, and talk about what was going on in the game. And my, my favorite part of the whole thing, like one of the reasons that they gave it to us, was that quote unquote, it keeps the hosts honest how the fuck about what gonna, they're doing. How are you going to talk about this show when 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 Juxta has just trashed 
all of the forward momentum. Everything that we have been working towards for the better part of an hour has just been ripped in half. Do you want why, us to why stop? Why are you trying to get this back on track? Go on with the fucking interview. Don't talk about the show. Well, how can you talk about uh, how can you talk about the format of this show when it has degenerated into such bullshit? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I thought we were doing a good job there. Uh, we were too until Juxta opened his fucking mouth, or didn't, or decided not to, or got distracted. Whatever his fucking excuse is now, you do the show. Okay. All right. The interview then. So, uh, as as uh, Anir said earlier, there are p- bits and pieces of these interviews that we kind of like briefly touched on or mentioned in one of our previous shows. Um, but some of the stuff I'd like to go back and, and take a little bit of a different look at. And one of the uh, the biggest things that I think it was criticized for is... Uh, so, he said in the interview, back in uh, August, Square Enix announced that the launch of Stormblood, the new expansion... Oh my fucking God! Are you fucking serious right now? Just end it. Just end the show. Just turn off the stream. Go home. Everyone go home. Y- you, y'all fucked it up. Y'all fucked up everything. Go home. It's still got two two hours of show for nope. them. Wrap it up. They, we're going. We're going home, guys. They 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 pay for that. Not today. Not this week. C- can they at least get two hours of Dino Tracks? Yeah, sure. Okay, I got you guys Dino Tracks. That's that's something. Did our best. You want me to cue that up? Mo- mo- more than Square Enix is giving you. <laughs> Just this tension in the room alone. It's is worth paying for, right? It's not fun, guys. Like, <laughs> what do you mean it's not fun? This is the most fun that we've had in six weeks. If, if some the of you guys, you've had, okay, maybe. Look, what the fuck? If some of you guys at home are sitting there like, oh, this is another bit. You know what? Us here in the studio, we're not sure if it is. <laughs> we're not aware. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't know. I've got to turn it into listenable goddamn radio because this one over here is like, oh, I guess we're just moving past it because we didn't do it in the first 30 fucking seconds. So now, we I don't know if you noticed the uptick of 30 fucking people that jumped in here since this awkward discussion started, but you're welcome <laughs> for driving more people to the show. Everyone's, I'm doing my goddamn job. What are you doing? They, they turned on the Nero signal. They're like, he's losing his shit again, guys. That's right. That's right. And guess what? There's more people objectively listening now than ever. So, so every, you're welcome. Every few episodes, we just have a meltdown of some sort. So do you like me now? <laughs> no, I've never liked you. Do you oh. like me less? I mean, no less than I did before. Oh, you thank God. All right, I'm going to make a drop then. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I didn't lose anything. I fear change. <laughs> In a random, I fear change. <laughs> All right, so so what are we going back to now? What are we, what are we addressing? <laughs> so, Okay. Well, first things first is that we've got to address time. the 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 feedback that we've gotten about this show. Just stupid feedback because because you know people people really uh, uh, well one person in our uh, our Discord and it chat, was just one it was it was just one person that was really arguing hard for okay. this. But do we want but, to call them out? But I, no, I mean <laughs> the, the thing is, I, I mean, and, and I've you know I addressed it with them. But the thing is, is that you know they said. That they really liked the the personal updates par- portion of you know gaming podcasts, which you know when we were when we were coming together with the FF14 stuff and 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 rebuilding Limit Break Radio from an eleven show, um, you know we that was one of the first things that was on the fucking chopping block. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first things that we cut out here was because like first of all FF14 as a game doesn't really lend itself to compelling personal updates, and the second thing that we found. 
is that towards the end of the 11 show, when all of us were moving on to other things, when we would ask what we were doing, a lot of times it would be, well, I've got finals this week, so, Nothing. you know. Yeah, I'm not really doing much of anything. Just loving my red maze. Yeah, I, like, and I always liked the personal update. I part hate those segments. I like knowing, I like knowing you. what you guys were up to because I didn't always play with you guys. Well, okay, okay. Well, just, 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 all right, all right Nika, what's, uh, what's your personal update for uh, Final Fantasy fourteen? Um, I've got Dragoon and Astro Legend of 61. Stop it. I've only got five jobs Look, left to get to 70. Nika. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm okay. still well, playing this game every day. Did, but do you hey, realize how fucking boring this conversation yeah. is? Look, Nika, I agree with you in theory. Talking about what happened in the games was a fun idea, especially in 11 when there were so many different things to do and everyone had very different goals, right? When Nero finally got his OHAB, that was something that we could celebrate, you know? When people did certain endgame things, when Pandemonium Warning was finally down, like, that that was cool, but in FF14, everyone does objectively the same thing. Yeah. This week, hey, all right, uh, uh, I, I capped tomes. Yeah, what I didn't tome cap did tomes. You get? Yeah. What slot did you? What 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 slot gear did you get from uh, from Evilise? How how hideous did it look? Terrible. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's really like the format of the game does not necessarily really lend itself yeah. well. And and again, we knew, um, you know, when when starting up the 14 show, when when bringing Limit Break Radio back, we knew that it was kind of a ticking time bomb. We knew that you know that this was not long term sustainable because we not, went through it with 11. <laughs> not because of any of us and how we how we care or didn't care about the the uh, show or the audience we always care about the show we always care about the audience we love doing this show um but the thing is is that you know when the audience around the game shrinks your natural total capacity for uh, to to get an audience uh shrinks as well and so you know we've seen a lot of other you know uh ff14 um you know either shows podcasts uh twitch streams whatever it is we've seen them move on we, you know, and, and who can blame them? Mm-hmm. Who can who can hardly blame them? And I think that, you know, even in the depth of our frustration with this game, that's not even a, a discussion that's really even on the table. So those that are kind of wondering what this whole Patreon thing is all about, um, we're not talking about closing or shuttering Limit Break Radio as a show. So just know that that's not even part of the conversation. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, we and, enjoy doing the show. Exactly. Tons. Exactly. And and, you know, I think that we sh- that we make uh the best FF14 show that is out there, objectively. I mean, I, you right know, the top of Google. I, I don't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I, you know, and, and I don't listen to other FF14 shows, and that's quite purposeful. I want to try to avoid things like parallel thinking or having their opinions influence my opinions, mm-hmm. parroting yeah, other people's opinions. You know, and, and, and it is, good. it is, and 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 so you know, like a lot of people really just kind of assume, like, oh, if you're if you're a member of Limit Break Radio then you have to be obsessed with FF14. You have to be logging in all the time. You've got to be playing. You've got to be on the bleeding edge of content. And you've got to know absolutely every discussion that's happening at all times in the FF14 community. We said, and and you know what? That was at one point in the FF11 structure of the show, that was very much our attitude, was that we wanted to be not just ambassadors for this community, but we wanted to have our finger on the pulse of everything. And we said, we can't do that for FF14. We knew we couldn't do it. Even if we got funding, 
underneath us, we couldn't do that because that's just not the show that we want to do. We want to do an entertainment based show. We want to go out there and make people giggle, make people laugh and and talk about FF14 penises. And, and so, <laughs> you know, Penis. like this, this whole idea that, you know, we're 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 somehow fucking honor bound to, uh, you know, do do, um, you know, great work or, uh, you know, like source everything or like everything has to be factually accurate. We have to do our research and we have to have experienced everything to be able to give our opinions about it. Square Enix is sponsors an official show and then we'll get back to you on that. (laughs) Well, no, there's, I mean, like, maybe, but like the thing, what that comes with, what, what, what the kind of subtext to that comment is, Nika, is that if we had enough money coming in to even one of us devote full time to this it would be a completely different conversation and we knew also when we launched the patreon that we weren't seeking that kind of funding Mm -hmm. we weren't trying to fund the project on that kind of level what we said was we want an operating budget we want to be able to continue to produce this show that you already like that we like to do and we want to be able to give it its own operational budget and not have to take money from our own pockets to be able to fund things like going out to FanFest, to fund things like keeping the studio up to date. That would normally come out of our pocket, pocket yep. right? Like, if something breaks, you gotta fix it, or else you lose a critical component of the show. One of our computers goes down, we gotta fix it, or else we lose the ability to bring Nika on, or we lose the ability to bring callers on, or we lose the ability to have drops. Mm-hmm. These are all very critical aspects that, that people have to understand when it comes to uh, making the show that we do and our you know we also understand the margins that it would take for all five of us to be able to quit our day jobs and do this full time and we were not prepared to make that ask of our audience if we had gotten there that would have been great but none of us none of us were that would naive be an insanely ridiculous amount of money. none of us were naive enough to think that we would get you know uh, 35 uh, 75 thousand dollars because that's what it would take yeah. for something like the five of us think about what and you even, made. even if we had even in this weird ass scenario where we had gotten that kind of money where we could have all quit our jobs and yeah, done that right we still wouldn't have because this game does have a lifespan on yes. it there's a timer that on too it. that too but we would have been able to you know devote full time to things like fec right. or other projects building other things out of the limit break radio brand right and we we have done that and it, it, that's the thing is that it's not like we haven't done that we've built final encounter cast We've built uh, Checkpoint Radio, mm-hmm. and both of those, uh, you know, are seeking alternative methods of funding than to ask our patrons. We understand. Listen, we we asked you guys to help us get on our feet, and we're pretty close to getting on our fucking feet. And so now we have to look at what the next step is. And of course, we're not abandoning Limit Break Radio. We would never abandon the FF14 community. But at the same time, we have to reasonably look at the amount of content that ff14 is putting out and what the show can sustain so again that that that's a big component of the discussion over at patreon.com slash limit break radio but do we want to kind of just bring it to light what what exactly that conversation uh, no 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 no, no, we'll save it till next week because that that way that way if anyone does want to jump in on the conversation they have a reason to to give to the patreon this week so one dollar right yeah at least least a dollar that's all it takes to get in the door um and uh you can be a part of the conversation now uh the second part of this is um that you know it's october 
October, and uh, it, this is this is a uh, time of the year that I really uh, I used to love a lot more than I do now because, of course, the Opie and Anthony radio show is no longer a thing. So um, their bit known as Jocktober has uh, has fallen by the wayside and uh, has has kind of disappeared into the ether. So to honor Jocktober, um, I I would like to put it out there that um, we will offer our criticism skills <laughs> toward that criticism skills yep. toward that's what we're calling yep criticism skills that's right that's what we do best here at Lone Break Radio how, that's right how about how about uh, uh, podcast coaching artistic Podca- critique artistic critique I like yeah. that a lot right. more so what we're offering you is a chance to not only have your content featured on Limit Break Radio, but also get a very honest opinion about what you're making. <laughs> there you go. So, there you go. So we've we've toyed with doing this bit a little bit in the past where we would just take a show and and Jocktober it and we would pick it. And and you know what? It is mean. That's kind of the point of the bit. Um, and so I think the way that we have decided that we're going to do it is uh, if if someone out there, if there's a show out there that would like to offer themselves as tribute that um, <laughs> that, you know, we will we will uh, next week or the week after that, uh, listen to segments of your show on the air and uh, and critique it. Now, it doesn't have to be a podcast. It can be a Twitch stream. It can be a web show. You, you got to give us, though, uh, a, a, a good uh, Solid, you know, like hour ish worth of material yeah. for us to pick through. And something represent- FF fourteen related. Comments. Yes, right. Yep. right. SF fourteen. Something representative of who you are as a creator. That's right. Like, so we don't want your your D list material for us to tear into. Trust me, we'll tear into your A list material just fine. That's right. So um, you know, if you want to get uh, Limit Break Radio's feedback on your project, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, but the thing is, is you know, if you have a project that's not FF fourteen related, send it anyway. Because if you're if you're volunteering as tribute, we can do it on FEC if we really oh, want that's to. That's right. We Ooh, can yeah. just be prepared to get torn up like ruin the Hunger Games because it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Does, yeah. Keep in mind, we're practically what roasting. You pretty much, pretty much, and so, so don't come this in is the, with the, this, the butthurt feelings already flaring because this you'll, is you'll yeah, this walk is, out with the bad time. This is kind of like hashtag roast me. You got to be prepared for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah be ready. Know? Yeah, I, I like how Nika's is like warning people. Like she's totally gonna roast some people. <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't. Nika is like, like everything, totally gonna but, burn you guys. But I wanted to give the warning because I just feel like you guys are just gonna be real assholes, and I want to make sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they no, are if prepared you, their feelings. Ooh, I totally burned you. Do there not. You you're do not believe dummy. for a second that you're going to send us in something where we're like, you know what? It's perfect. Never mind. We can't I, do anything I like this. I like Wargul's suggestion of calling it Juxtober. <laughs> Juxtober. I like that. Oh, I like it. That's not bad. Fine. That's Juxtober's not. That's actually, good. that's not fucking bad. Be, be careful because he might start to think you're liking him now. By the way, if you're out there and maybe you don't make anything, but you are a fan of another program and you think that maybe you'd like to hear their stuff get roasted, get in contact with them and let them know. Yeah. Don't get it. Hang on. We need to we need to be very clear about this. Oh. Don't just send their content along to us. Yeah, don't go, do that. No, don't do that. And go, hey, 
I volunteer this as tribute. <laughs> do not do that, no. Don't do that. You, you have to own the work you're offering That's as right. tribute. This is Yu-Gi-Oh! rules, all right? Yes. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> That's right. So, But that said, you can incessantly annoy them until they send us yeah. their content. So uh, just like, you know, like that whole, you know, 10 minutes where I was berating you guys just do the fucking show. Like, right. You know, like that That would have been a good piece of tape to, to listen to. You know what? Yeah. If, but nobody else does that kind of shit. If if we don't get anyone, Skrull has tons of streaming bullshit that we could use. Ugh. It's just so Another easy, though. On it is some low-hanging like fruit. Do that. Yeah, it is. But I gotta feel like okay. So yeah, what do we do if we don't? If like no one wants to get roasted? Here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little. I'm gonna, I'll put I'll put a little icing on it. Okay. Ooh, ooh. All right. Ooh. I do like icing. If you if you volunteer, if you're the first one to volunteer, is true. Like okay. If you come to us and say you, you can Jocktober us, we will allow you to Jocktober us back. Yeah. <laughs> we will send you something back to Jocktober. We'll give you the opportunity. Yeah. How about that? Jocktober Wars. Thought, we can we juxtober wars. Juxtober right, wars. If if you think if you think that you can go toe to toe with us in terms of listening to material and critiquing it and being critical, then you know what? Let's do it. Let's do let's do one on one. Oh, I or, like this. Or it's like, it's like or it's five of us. Or numbers. If they want. They can make us instead if they don't feel like they can Jocktober, they don't want to Jocktober. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's a skill. It is. Let's be honest. Um, they can make us Jocktober ourselves. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh we've got we've definitely got some material they, that's worth Jocktobering. Well, maybe maybe we even let them pick the episode that we Jocktober Ooh, if, yeah. if they want to go that route. Lloyd says, I sent you guys my SoundCloud. Have fun. Oh, no. <laughs> Just his whole SoundCloud. Oh, boy. Great, Lloyd. Thanks. This is going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be good. Uh, email hosts at limitbreakradio.com if you're interested in uh, getting in on our Jocktober uh, homage. The, spread, homage. That's what I'm going to call it. Spread the word to that's your right. favorite content creators. That's right. Put some pressure on Happy. We'll make mm-hmm. we'll make Scarrow clip this part, and there'll be like a little advertisement. Tweet tweet Fusion X at Rafflederg. Oh, oh God, yes, Fusion. <laughs> I'm not sure he wants us to do that. Get Ethis in on this, like because you know it'll Ethis, wait, Ethis. Ethis can hold his own. Yeah, Ethis, and he can roast us back. I, was I say, actually, that's why I would like Ethis because he would roast us back. That's the thing is that I don't I don't think I want Ethis because that's the only person that might be able to outdo us. <laughs> yeah. He would do really well uh, just based on his roast video. Mm-hmm. Like he can be savage, but Although, I want to. Ro- but I want to jock to him because like I love his content and it's on. fun to tear into the things you love. What, that's true too. What might be nice about Ethis, and, and, and this might be painting a target on us, but he was able to prepare his roast, and he has a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So if he can't just do that stuff naturally, if he has to like sit down and actually write it all out, we might be okay. Oh someone, God, someone, so- someone is whispering kooky yeah. their links. Don't. F- and, and she says very, <laughs> very bluntly, "Fuck you! You email it. Don't yeah, whisper. D- don't me. whisper it to kooky. Don't whisper it to us. This is uh, nothing. Do not ever consider our Twitch chat like." A method of communication. Oh, exactly. Oh no God. one no one is paying Caleb, attention to that shit. Caleb says tweet it, duty commenced. Oh my God, please. <gasps> oh my God. 
<laughs> Please do it. Do you know how yeah, happy I would be? Totally if they ignore everything that you said. Yeah, they will. Oh my god, no! But if but if they I'll gave us, block us if again. they gave us the clearance to do it. Oh my gosh! Think about like that. That you would us so much traffic. You too. guys yeah, seri- put the pressure on them. Let's seriously, yeah. Let's. I want to do this. Uh, the last time that that our listeners put pressure on someone, Matt Hilton blocked a Nero. <laughs> <laughs> did he that's really? True. I don't remember. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. The hashtag yeah, bring sure Susan. Right. Yeah, I did yep. get blocked on that. Mm-hmm. He blocked you because of that. Yeah. I mean, Why? I don't know if it was because of that. Because, <laughs> like, that was a really good campaign. Why yeah. They, but, and they did bring her this year, so. Right. But Nero said that he thinks he remembers a specific person spamming them, like, 50 times a day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Apparently, Allie Pride emailed uh, FEC for non-14 content. Good job. Hey. We have smart listeners, a- some of them. Allie Pride? Do we know who that is? Oh, oh, Allie Man- Pride Gaming? I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I know, the, uh, I know the, the name from our Twitch chat. I didn't know they made content. Okay. Anyway. Cool. cool. Yeah. Well, if they have a name like Ally Pride mm. Gaming, that's you. Like yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah, could because probably because guess. we haven't had you know people from our little inner circle that have made these gaming accounts and then never did anything with them. Davy. Scurro. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's, that's, you know, that's the thing about, that's the thing about doing podcasting is that, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, will, will give it a shot for a very short period of time. And then, you know, like 15, 20 episodes later, they'll be like, I can't, I can't keep this up. Mm-hmm. Which, and by a lot the way, of it, that's a lot of, that's quite a few episodes, actually. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, though, is that, you know, one of the things that is so disheartening about podcasting, especially if it doesn't make much of an impact uh, your first few episodes, is that you you really yeah. do feel like nobody's listening. You really do feel like you're just putting it out there for a few people. So this is a great way to get lots and lots of exposure. 15,000 hits. At the very least. It's true. And, uh, you know, 212 concurrent listeners. And by the way, you have me to thank for that 212. I pushed it up above 200 with my temper tantrum. <laughs> well, you're really good at that. I know. You I baby. Am. You're conniption You're worse fit. than baby Roberta. And I just, just got to say, look, they stayed. They stayed, didn't they? Like, I, I knew, I knew that I needed to get the most people listening to that moment to try to get as many people to send submissions in as possible. We also had the opportunity to talk a little bit about the restructuring. That got as far out there into the community and into our uh, listener base as possible. And why Why was that? Why was that? It was because I was throwing a fit and people wanted to come here and see me throw a fit. And now and, they've stayed. And why? Because I'm a gigantic baby? No, why did you throw a fit? Oh. He's trying to take credit for it now. Because Zemless, Zemless says Juxta triggered said temper tantrum. So thank you, Juxta. Uh, I'm you banning, are welcome. I'm banning Zemless right no, now. No, 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 no. See, here's the here's the thing, is that I needed to redirect the conversation back there and hold you accountable for the fact that you weren't going there. It's okay. So it's what you didn't do. You're welcome. It's what you didn't do. You can do a lot by not doing. We didn't have to. We didn't have to. Oh, my God. We didn't have to go through all of that. Nutter's going to nut. But it's better that we did. I guess it is. Anyway, um, all right. So let's finally talk about this gamesindustry.biz interview with Yoshi. All right. So the uh, the first thing that I want to hang fuck on. Fuck you, Carlo. Shut the fuck up and don't even talk about that shit. <laughs> you guys host the show. I'm out. You guys host the show. Notice, notice, you guys are a dummy, dumb, dumb. I need again. a bottle. Did, did you did you notice how I'd be like, change uh, my diaper, host the fucking show, and as soon as you guys started to move on, I'd be right back in with that shit, dude. It was like, so good. The chat immediately was like, so leave already. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm so good at that. 
I'm so good at that. I'm so good at making Just compelling radio. Horn. <laughs> I'm so good at being a shitty person I to work am. with. I am. God. Oh, it's so good. All right, Callow. Poison is Nuts, wild your turn. murders. I tried this twice now. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my world of having to deal with do your job every time I try to do a news story. God. Fucking A. All right. So, um, yeah, back in August. Do your job. No, fuck you. You host. You the show. host the show. I'm with you. I'm leaving. You host the show. I'm leaving. You can't all walk out. This, is, this show will actually well, end. Wait, We're going to get through everybody and it's done. Give me some pop. Like, I'll do the show by myself, but give me some pop. All right, Nick. It's me and you. All right, we got this. I'm going to carry you. I'm going to show you how this is done. Industry.biz. Right. All right. So this first quote that I want to hang on, it's something we talked about very briefly last time, and it's this idea that Stormblood has helped drive Final Fantasy XIV over 10 million subscribers. Nika, does that sound impressive to you? Well, it's... Be, because we've established that it was 10 million unique accounts over the course of the entire game, correct? Including and free users. So that's not even 10 million copies sold. Think about that, Nika. It's yeah, not, they true. haven't even sold 10 million copies. Uh, do you know when, because and I, the thing is, that's probably true though, because every time they get new content, at least a few more people subscribe. So like maybe saying Stormblood helped them hit that 10 million number is 100% correct, but the fact is we don't have 10 million active users, so we're, they are just they're just trying to... Right, right, hold on, I'm not yeah. even done yet, I'm not even done yet, okay? So, first of all, how long, because this does obviously include legacy people, right? If someone bought into legacy, they're counting those towards this 10 million. Yeah. When did Final Fantasy XIV first come out? How old is this game? 2010? 2010. 1.0, so, I believe. So we're looking at seven years and Square Enix has yet to sell 10 million copies. All right. Now I know that I know I know this isn't going to be fair. A lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, you can't can't you know compare them to other games." But fuck it, we're going to do it anyway. All right. Overwatch uh-huh. has been out for a little over a year. 35 million players. Uh, Rocket League, I'm pretty sure at this point has gotten over 40 million. Okay. If we want to do an extreme success story, okay. PlayerUnknown's Battleground hasn't been out for a year, right? Still in early access, a hundred million copies, right? Now, again, yeah. those are all super, super popular uh, uh, games, but let's look at some niche markets, right? Uh, Resident Evil 7. Do, Do or, or, your job! Can you, like, lock? Well, next thing they walk out, just close the door and lock it. Yeah, it does. Well, oh, does it lock? Yeah, it well, does. does. All right, yeah. Uh, projected in its lifetime to sell 10 million. So far, 4 million. So I bet if we were to take away some of those free accounts, right, and we were to just talk about how many copies it sold, it might be close to like the 8 million yeah, mark. And, and I'm wondering if they're accounting people who played 1.0, it was so bad, and they never came back, even at 2.0. Oh like, my God. Are they counting those numbers Hold on. too? You want to know what else? They probably get to count the fact. They get to count a Nero twice because he, no, no. he bought the game on PC. He bought oh, the yeah, game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He bought the game on no. PS4. Mm, no, I have the no. game on PC and PS4, but I log in with my same Square Enix account. So, yeah. that sh- so if we're talking accounts and not games purchased, it shouldn't count double. But the point I'm trying to make here is they, they're, they're lauding this 10 million number. And I don't actually think this is something that we should be proud of. Well, I think we should look at this like with so much suspect. 
Because first of all, nowadays, the big number that people like to tout around is concurrent users. That's what people look for right. in an online game, okay? That is true. Player Unknown Battleground set, set the most recent record with like 1.3 million concurrent people. And in seven years, this game only has 10 million let, total? Listen, what does that concurrent well, look like? I, li, uh, okay, the, well, Actually, we, I've been meaning to add this up. There was a, a an image that was going around a couple of weeks ago about how many active players that is, people that have a... a character level 30 and above compared to how many people have cleared the raid content and i'm going to find that right now and add add that image up go and for it oh, okay and, that, and that's fine but here's the thing though is that you know when you see uh you know right side ads on on websites banner ads that tout this 10 million user base and you log in and it's a fucking ghost town like it, it, it's it's that whole and uh, you know I, I i love this turn of phrase and i've started using it way more but it's this whole damn your lying eyes bullshit that you know when people are told something and then they log in and they find out the truth of it is is not even remotely what the company is mm-hmm. is touting they're going to go well what else are you lying to me about you know i, I and and yeah, I I think I've become I've become such a cynical gamer where I don't even give those products a chance anymore. Yeah. I honestly like like if if FF14 was trying to pull me in as a new user, it would be failing miserably. I would not be interested in this game if I was not already playing it. Well, and 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 what they're doing to market it, I think is both misguided mm-hmm. and i think it does active damage to the game yeah no definitely yeah, me too i think if they looked at how much active users they actually have and they're like hey we have a few hundred thousand active users that's still pretty good now keep us here but it's not all right all right nika yes. i'm not saying it's great obviously it, it would be but like, good but final fantasy mmos have always been a niche corner like final fantasy as a whole is a huge game but the amount of people that also play the mmos has always been small no, no. i feel like the fact that 14's got more than 11 Look, 100,000 or so active subscribers, yes, that would be fine. They could turn an, a, a great profit with that. Right. Here's the problem, because as I was driving here today, I asked myself, what does 10 million players say to me? Because they're putting that out there. Again, this is like, like one of their accolades. We have 10 million. We've caught up to World of Warcraft at its prime. This is supposed to make you... If you don't play the game already, want to play it. Right. But 10 million people compared to the other numbers that you see in gaming is nothing, especially when you've been around for seven years. All the other successful games right now have 30 to 100 million players or copies sold, and they're not even a year old, and you finally got 10 million after seven years? What the fuck were you thinking? And I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure if this is one of the, the things that's asked in the course of uh, this interview or they respond to it but there was there was this figure that was thrown out that FF14 is a game that is designed to run with about 300,000 subscribers and still be sustainable right like that's that's the number that I've heard is that you know FF14 and that's around where FF11 was um, you know at, at kind that. of its peak was, yeah. was about 300,000 subscribers and they were quite I think that they were quite transparent about that uh, during the 11 days and they were also never trying to like 
Banty about a much bigger number right. than that. And people 000. people were really critical of, of those kinds of numbers too when people would throw out those kinds of numbers. Well, because at the it time, was a different, like, yeah, it was a different era. At the time, you were comparing it up to wow, always, yeah. which was like, yeah. that was horrifyingly big. Right, yeah. But at the same time, 300, you know what? They may have only had 300,000, but Vanadil never felt empty. Here's the thing, okay, is that still to this day, still right now, FF11 is the single most profitable Final Fantasy game ever. Believe yep. it. Yeah. Ever. That's up against things like 10, right. 7. Right. So, so and and I think, you know, I, I can't remember if I talked about this last week or not, but what we've, tr- what we've essentially <laughs> traded off between FF11 and FF14 was FF11 was a game that was made for 300,000 players to play over a long period of time. You needed 300,000 invested players over several years to be able to make up that money. Now, what's if you're not going if you're not trying to appeal to that type of player base, what's the other route that you're going for? What's 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 the other metric that you would be going for? How you would I mean, it, it, it's like instead of trying to attract 300,000 uh, people to the game and keep them there, it's more designed to like move box copies yep. of the of the game and sustain maybe three months of a subscription before mm-hmm. somebody moves on. And that incredible churn of pl- of a player base is going to lead to a, a less engaged player base, be a less rabid player base, a, a, a less uh, a loyal fan base. And so you the first thing that ends up on the chopping block are things like fan fest. Can you imagine? Can you even imagine? Imagine a fan fest that comes out and doesn't sell out within 30 minutes like that. It takes like maybe three weeks to sell out. How grim would that be? How depressing would that be? Or doesn't sell out or doesn't sell out. Right. And and tickets at the door. I think we've seen that like we've seen that with other games. Mm -hmm. It's it's happened. It's not that much of a distant possibility where it could never happen. You've got to think that the majority of people that come to an event like FanFest, they don't live in fucking Vegas. They're coming from all over the country to be able to attend. Nika just said when she went to the escape room in New York that there were several FanFest t-shirts in there, meaning that several. Yeah. Meaning that people, you know, we we traveled all the way from Detroit and even at the airport, we saw several FanFest t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we uh, when we go to Yomacon, I saw someone who was checking into the fucking hotel at Yomacon a couple of years ago that had FanFest t-shirts. Oh, that's cool. You know, like, like, like these fans are from all over the place and, and a lot of times end up spending considerable amounts of money to remain strongly engaged with the community for the game that they love. And I think that the sad fact is that Square Enix is more betting the farm on on selling boxed copies of the game and and having that three month churn of players as opposed to making something that is in a long term way satisfying for a dedicated user base right because that's the harder thing to do if you're going to do one of two things right like I think that's the way harder less sure more of a gamble route yeah, trying to keep your players involved for long periods of time. But that's hard. But if you nail it, again, look at FF11. 
A, still going, still has a subscription base, and, and as you pointed out, Nero, it's one of the most, it is the most it is the most Final Fantasy to date. And, and of course, uh, making that claim, you end up getting pushback because people are like, well, surely FF14 has outpaced it. No. Nope. No. I would say, if you look at it in its current form, of course, but it, if overall, you're, If no you're way. only comparing, if you're only comparing uh, the amount of money that FF14 has made since A Realm Reborn was a thing, and FF11, they might be a little bit closer. But the fact of the matter is, is that FF14 has this big anchor that weighs on it called 1.0. And you have to look at all of the development costs that were sunk into that, mm. all of the personnel yeah. costs that were sunk into that, everything that was sunk into yeah, redeveloping the game. Yeah, probably costs like five bucks to run right now. <laughs> uh, well, like, I, I'm, that's the thing is that they never went back and fundamentally rebuilt FF11. They've done that for FF14. Yeah, you have to look at pr- actual profits and they had to remake this game twice yeah and i mean also what the size of those staff uh staffs are like the what it kept to continue developing content for 11 versus what it keep uh costs yeah. to develop content remember, for 14 remember they, they got uh, that triple sized budget for this expansion not only that but ff the LF, the ff11 dev team got a very very convenient scapegoat that they leaned on very hard for years which is ps2 limitations oh, good old <laughs> right <laughs> like they, they had every excuse not to not to develop quality of life updates because honestly how could they and they had to get really creative with All what they wanted they were, was more macro lines <laughs> but but like I, I mean it took getting to the pc only and dropping that console support to be able to add more macro lines yep oh they did that finally they, they did, did. Yeah. wow there's plenty yeah. of qol updates for ff11 that have been pretty pre- i mean pretty Things remarkable that I go back down, i'm like oh that, that mm. as you know as as, as nigh unplayable as 11 is for other reasons yeah, a lot of the things that used to drive us fucking bananas yep. is fixed now. A it's lot fixed. of things we used to get, use window for, like timers on how long yep. protect is going to last totally. now in the game. But yeah. Timers. yeah, still not yeah. going back. So no, 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 no. I'm not telling you to. But, Just saying, a lot of things that maybe pissed you off at one time might not be a problem anymore. But I, but you know, we talk a lot about the philosophical underpinnings of FF14 and and specifically Yoshi P's uh, philosophy when it comes to game design. And I think that at the core, something that SE has never directly addressed, but um, is is probably you know something that we're pulling out of the subtext here is that you know the game is not designed for someone to play for five consecutive years and still play and log in every day right like that that's that's the way that ff11 was designed they wanted you to log in and play that thing every fucking day i yep. wish they and wanted you, me to play this game every day i want to play this game every day well but, but you're not giving me a reason like to. like in in vana deal like that was very much a world that you could live in right and and part of it and i and i figured this out last night when i was doing a dungeon part of it is ff11 was a game that you could reasonably watch walk away from for like five or ten minutes at a time and come back. it, It was a game that lent itself to you living your life while working this in. Beside it. Okay? Yeah. When you queue for a dungeon... You feel somehow inherently guilty when you when you're at the second boss room and you got to go. Hey man, I got to be right back. I got to refill my drink. My right? baby's crying. How, how often? How often do you put off getting a drink or taking a piss because you're like, yeah, it's just another five minutes to the end of this right. dungeon. Oh yeah. my god! And I don't want to bother anyone. I don't even want to talk to anyone else. Well, you, right? You, like, am I fucking crazy? Am I alone? Am I crazy? No, Somebody whole- else? Uh, uh, I mean, call us. Let us know. If I'm fucking, if I'm alone on this, I'd love to know. Mm-hmm. If you it think- usually happens after boss fights, I've noticed. I'll be real quick. 
And that, Sometimes, you know. but I mean, you talk about 11, if you needed to rest up, well, you might as well go get a drink and use the bathroom. Find a safe spot and rest because it's going to be five minutes before your health right, back to full. Right. The world was existing without you needing to be there. But in this game, you think it's bad that like you can't even maybe go AFK in a dungeon because you feel guilty. How about if you're waiting on a queue? You can't get up and go to the bathroom because that queue pops. Especially if you're a DPS. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. If, if I'm a DPS, I know. Anytime I click that queue button, buckle up for 30 minutes because I can't get up and leave. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nero, I'd actually like to hang on something that, that, that you said when talking about you know what, what Yoshi P is creating for us, right? Obviously, we, we see what's happening, right? There's a particular quote, though, from the article that says uh, they were talking about how Final Fantasy XIV is one of the few MMOs that still supports a subscription model. And they asked Yoshi P why they're able to do that. In Yoshida's eyes, FF14 subscribers are paying for the quality of service, which is reliable servers, regularly updated content, and, in quotations, a fairly substantial volume of additions with each patch. It seems like something that's second nature, he acknowledges. You might think, of course you have to provide that. But being able to provide and deliver on that continuously <clears throat> makes the difference. When do you do that? I honestly think that he is living in an entirely different reality. Um, Kinda. Okay, I've, I finished totaling the numbers, guys. Okay, so this... this um image that came out it had the amount of active users and the amount of level 70 characters i went by active users the 70 characters would be a, a huge drop off but active users was taken between september 25th and september 30th using level 36 and above as the base okay so a lot of these people probably aren't even as active as, as you think and this number is 831,330. So not even getting to a million not oh my even God. one million and this does not count like, because if, if I looked at the people level 70 characters, the server's like, I mean, this counts Balmung because it shows Balmung has 23,000 active users, but only half of that number is level 70. So, yeah, because so, the rest of them are role players. Yeah. Right. So, and so, then, so every server has at least two to 3,000 less active players that are actually level 70. So on that day, there was 80,000 concurrent users. Wow. Above level 30. 800,000. Yeah, 831,000 concurrent users on that day. Above level 36. Above level 30. And this is between the 25th and 30th of September. Yep. So so 10 million versus 831,000 people that are actively playing above level 36. Across all servers, right? Across all servers. JPEU and NA. Holy shit. That's quite a disparity. I mean, yeah. is no one... I, I mean, honestly, like... But come play with 10 million people. And, and that's the thing, though, is that, you know, I know that people tweet us, you know, the, the screenshots of, of ads like that, that, yep. that tout that number. And I, I'm just... Why is no one who talks directly to Square Enix or interviews Square Enix or, you know, like, why is no one tweeting this to, to FF14 underscore NA? Like, this... Oh, I, I guarantee you they probably are, but some places, and I'm going to assume they do, probably have it to where it doesn't actually show up at them unless they approve it. Like, j just based on the limited interaction we've had with Square Enix, the way that they curate stuff is absolutely in their favor. Oh, I mean, yeah. But the thing is, is that I, I think that this should be a huge talking point among the community and every time we bring it up people are just like oh who fucking cares it doesn't matter people inflate their uh, audience numbers all the time nah, nah, nah. and you know what it's not wrong you're not incorrect people every company do does yeah absolutely but we don't do a show about every company this is, a show, this is the company that we do a show about yeah okay so for that number was that like characters it yeah, number of a number it of it says active users above Level 36 and above. I don't know if that counts alts. 
We still don't even know. Um, yeah, if that's alts or all is the that descriptions at the bottom right. of how they total things are in Japanese, except for that line. I, yeah, I've got, I've got two level seventy characters that count me twice. I wonder, but it's saying logged in. It says character data was collected from the twenty fifth to the thirtieth. The levels thirty six above as the base. Yes, yeah, so and the level seventy char- or characters. That sounds like if I log into my alt and my main, it would count twice. It's literally just characters. Right? And now, I mean, it, admittedly, it might, in 14... I don't, know, I don't know enough Japanese to figure that out. In 14, there's not a, a huge reason to have multiple characters unless you're spreading them out across servers. Right. It's still not uh, 800... I mean, it says they're collecting it from the low so stone. It's, so the truth of it is is that it's probably less than that. It's, what's 100% less? It's at least it's at least one person less because Escali here has two characters that he's logged in on. on the, but then even days. still, if you just look at... If you assume that even with alts at 70... At least you can assume that they play on that character. The regardless. point, but the point, but there's so much less. Yeah, the point. The, the point is, is that the 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 difference between 10 million and whatever the actual number is is just astronomical. Yeah, even if this is so just characters much. that 36 plus. Like, yeah. this look at is this a way. big disparity. It's probably somewhere between five and eight percent of the number that they're saying. Five hundred thousand to eight hundred thousand. It's probably somewhere in that right. range. So that's yeah. five to eight percent okay. of the number they gave. All right. So we know that ten million. That number is completely disingenuous. We can kind of throw that out. Um, I want to go back to uh, what what Kahlo was talking about. Yeah. The, the the quote here from Yoshi P, uh, saying that our subscriber, you know, like our the the, the cost of our subscription. Um, is what ensures that FF14 remains a quality game and that we get meaningful content expansion. And yet, as we've pointed out multiple times here on the show, that the new content that we get is consistently aimed at newer players or or trying to uh, somehow bridge the gap between people who have been playing for a longer period of time and those that aren't. And, and to try to bring that decision disparity to, to lessen that disparity is actually creating a more um you know just uh, like uh, a more boring environment for each of us as players and and you know none of that is is really addressed here but the question is so if if our subscribe like if our subscription money if that's what it's going to I really have to question that. Like, I really have to go like, well, is it though? Like, are you, are you being honest about that? Because we haven't seen an improvement in the content that we've gotten. We've just gotten the same content with a different coat of paint or, and less of it, less of it. Yeah. And and I mean, but he's also been on record as saying, you know, he expects people to log in, do the content and then leave until the next thing comes out. And that's really not anymore a subscription base because a, right. a subscription game is trying to keep you there that's right that's more of a game a, a la carte right hey, it's oh, like a, hey, a, hey a patch came out do i like what's in this patch cool i'll resub to do this content right if i don't i wait for the next one but, but that's you know, a game a la carte but, but that's the that's the thing though is that like the the choice whether or not to resub i think you know Obviously, it does play a factor in this discussion, but I think that we need to take that out of our equation because the idea, the core concept of a subscription is to continue month over month over month over month continuously to not drop that subscription. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know that we've already laid out the case that FF14 has done a dismal job of doing that, but let's let's just kind of argue this to its logical extension. Okay, Uh, you know, if if our twelve dollars or fourteen dollars a month 
goes to the content that that we receive, then how is it that so many veteran players are feeling underserved? How is it that, you know, if if our community is paying far more for content than other MMOs, how are other MMOs, new patches and expansions more impressive than FF14? How do you square that circle as the developer? How do you, you know, like how, how exactly is that is that being done? Because I think without that being clear, I have to wonder what the fuck is my $12 going to every month? The company. Kingdom, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 development. Well, no. Ostensibly, if we if we believe Yoshi P, it goes to the further development of content. It, it clearly doesn't. I mean, we're giving them more money hand over fist. They say they even got triple the budget, but we're getting objectively less content. All the money is going straight into Square Enix's coffers and uh, Square Enix's head honchos or whatever. They're giving them whatever they feel like they need to survive, but clearly they're not giving us enough or something. I, I just I don't think that the exchange is 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 fair, especially no. when you look at the amount of content that we had been receiving previous to this and and what we're receiving now. And and the fact that it's not even really a discussion point or it's not something that Square Enix feels, you know, that they need to address. I mean, th- again, you know, we, we gave Square Enix a ton of credit for the way that they dealt with the 1.0 situation. Mm-hmm. But th- what we have to realize is that now four years out from the re release of ff14 the if if there's a drop off in player base that's far more normal than a game coming out of the gate and selling less than a million copies right like that that says that there's way more of a problem coming out the gate than this slow drop off this is more normal and i think that square enix is at the point where they're like you know what we can let this go we can let it go and it'll go under the radar people aren't you know we're not going to get slammed on the front page of kotaku for it one or two of these stupid pissy podcasts are going to get upset about it and we're going to fire a whole bunch of people and or move them on to the next fucking project and and you know like that's that's also the other thing that you know um when when we talk about all of the problems with ff14 you know like it's it would be just as easy for the company to decide okay we're kind of done with this now it's going to go free to play we're not going to do as many content injections and we're going to lay off half your staff and that i think is a really depressing outcome uh, that no one wants to see go down no again people think that we have this like we're rooting for this game to fail we're absolutely not we've never been rooting for this game to fail if we did then we would have celebrated 1.0 instead of you know treating it like the wound to this community that it was yeah I mean I can see why people think because we are very negative a lot of the time. So I see why people think like, oh, you know, it'll kind of justify their stance if the game fails. But our lives are so much easier when the game is good. It's oh, true. It's so much you, easier to do the show. Like literally like that's how this show came about is just we had passion for it mm-hmm. and it was easy. Yeah. Uh, like programming a show two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Was so much easier than it is now. And I it mean, Callow, uh, you can attest to that. You do most of the outline work at this point. Yep. Back like a few years back, programming the show was so much easier. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the stressful thing that it is at the end yeah. of every week. For yeah. us now. And, and uh, Aniro, to speak to your point about this idea of, uh, of going free to play, I know that all types of naysayers and people have totally smashed and bashed us for that. And like, how, how can you even say that? There's no sign of it. Fake news, blah, 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 blah. Look at just about any other MMO, right? And in in what their quote unquote free trial periods are, it's barely anything at all. Like World of Warcraft, once you hit level twenty, which you can do in like 
an afternoon. Two, three hours maybe, if you know what yeah. you're doing. Super, super easy. You can play almost half of the current levels in this game, up to level 30, right? And Yoshi P said, that is... Is it 36? It might. I don't remember. We'll say it's about 30-ish. It's basically to the point yeah. where you like really start to sort of step into your own in the story as the Warrior of Light. And this is brilliant by Yoshi P's part, too, because he's like, that's what's really supposed to like grab you as yeah. a player. No other yeah. game treats you this way. And if you want to see more of it, and that's also where you unlock the advanced job, so start, stuff starts to get a little bit more interesting, right? It's a great way to do it, right? I, I, I can't say that I have any, that I see any problem with that. Sure. But he's also said in the interview that when we release our next expansion, we might consider opening up to let people play until 50 because he wants people to at least try to get a feel for the game. He's already given half the game to him, and right. it's right after this quote that he drops in the, that being said, if 80 or 90% of our players demanding we go free to play, then we might need to look at shifting. Do you, do you guys see how it's not it's not like he's just randomly doing some talk. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe. OK. And then, rah, rah, rah. He's dropping all of these little like clues. Yeah. And all these little breadcrumbs that you're right. One or two all on their own doesn't mean anything. But when you start looking at all this stuff that's came before and you're connecting the dots when it happens, you can't be surprised. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? He's basically he's laying out a case for it. He's he's yep. already starting. He's, he's already shifting the yeah. blame. He's yep. like, oh, but if our players want it. If enough it, of our players want it. Really? Okay, just like, just how, like, the, just just like just, how many people didn't want the jump potion, right, right Yoshi? Right, exactly. Right. Like, you want to believe him at that because you're like, okay, then it'll never happen. But when you look at the jump potion, you look at the track record, like, there's no way 80 to 90% of people wanted the jump potion, but yep. they did it anyway. Uh, but here's the problem. Every single person who does unsub and leaves the game, they get to count that as a vote for doing it. For going to a free to play forum, like oh, this person left. Clearly, they weren't happy with how we were doing it. Or this must be what they want. If they don't want to pay for it. Drops off at that thirty level thirty mark because the free trial ended, or you know, eventually the level fifty mark. And you know what? If it was free to play, they might have kept playing and then bought into it later. Hold, hold up now. So you said you can play up to level thirty five is what they're saying in the yeah, chat. Yeah, thirty five. Okay. Am I correct in thinking that that's right about when you fight Titan? Uh, I don't remember. Probably? I don't recall. Yeah. Um, I, I think it is, and if it is, that's the worst spot to ever. <laughs> Say, okay, now you have to start paying for the game. That was the point where I wanted to join the Garleans. <laughs> I was like, like we, I just had to do like three hours of questing to get food for my own party. Oh, right. Before I, fight I remember that. Fuck you guys. Yeah. You deserve to get killed by primals or Garleans. Whatever. Uh, um, uh, it, Titan is level 34. It's right there after Titan. Oh, my, yeah. that's a horrible spot. For, yeah. uh, for the case of both the jump potion and the uh, story skip item, they also said in the interview that it's, uh, they said it's a smart system that makes the new expansion as accessible as possible for anyone that has yet to dip into Final Fantasy 14, although one that has not yet proved to be as essential as Yoshida initially thought. Hmm. Interesting. So now while some of you might try to be like, oh yeah, see you guys thought it was going to be terrible, but guess what? It's not. All right, you're right. Nobody used it. That's fine. Well, no, that's I mean, not true. I come across that fucking icon every day. Every day that I log in, I come across that level skip icon. Wait, so actually, you actually get a, uh, uh, you get a level skip you, icon? I think yeah. that, the, yeah, I think you no, do. No, 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 no. No, you don't. There's a, there's a sprout emo or All a right. sprout icon, but there's also one that's... Uh, for returners. For returners oh, who okay. came back like after Heaven's Word or something. Well, then oh. I've been unfairly no, judging them. <laughs> <laughs> you have those are returners. Okay. You're a yeah, racist. a returner means you've unsubbed for a certain amount of time and just came there, back, so I you know, might not know everything and need help. So I, you, I, you know I've done, I know I've done 50-60 dungeons with sprout though oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but oh, yeah. because the sprout will last now until like a hundred something hours yes it's based on days, hours hundred something days like it's it's a lot now yeah you i mean you can Good. manually yeah. turn it off but some people yeah, don't yeah. sprouts don't know how to do that yeah 
<laughs> Stupid sprouts. Um, <laughs> Fuck them. But, but like, again, I, I think that we are seeing Yoshi P lay out a pretty clear case of what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and I don't think that that arbitrary 80 to 90 percent needs to needs to be hit because, again, we've heard of, uh, you know, Yoshi P has said in the past, well, if enough of our community wants it or, you know, if uh, it, whatever. And, and, and it still happens or it's not coming till 5.0. Okay. You know, like we've heard these kinds of these kind of qualifications before and all of them have proved to be false. Just look at machinist who actually wanted to play as a machinist. Zero people wanted to play as machinist, except Yoshi, Yoshi wanted to put Mustadio in the game. Yeah, Yoshi he P wanted to play as a machinist in the interview, and he doesn't even and, play as a machinist. And you know what? You know what? Yoshi gets what Yoshi wants because he makes the game. So that's why we got machinist. Yoshi's always going to play Black Mage anyway. So that's why. Even, what does he even think? He's he's who is he fooling? No one. Nobody. Not us. Because we woke. That's right. LBR is woke. Woke AF fire emoji. Hey, we, right. listen, we, we called this the first time with the jump potion. If he mentioned That's- it... We it means that conversation has That's happened. That's the most frustrating fucking thing about this. We've been down this road. This how, is so familiar. Is how right we've been on all of these fucking calls. The only things <laughs> LBR Domus like, now. Like it's it, it's it's like you know like the only things that we've been wrong about in probably the last two or three years is anything that we were even remotely optimistic about. Like <laughs> like oh yeah like we're we're definitely there's there's some kind of content that they're holding back or they haven't told us about. Can't can't wait for that API and Stormblood. Fucking it, like that's the only shit that we've been wrong about. Everything, two. everything else, all of the. Uh, cynic- we never thought DM two was going to be. No, fixed. no, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, we we called that for the bullshit <laughs> yeah. that it was. But and, like the thing is, is that like, dude, for for the for the entirety of of Heaven's Word, we're sitting there making call after call after call, and even the most cynical of us, it, like none of us want to be right, and every time we're like, oh shit, the most cynical option well, one out here's the thing is like we keep having these moments of like of uh, deja vu where it's like you know as soon as uh stormblood dropped we thought this feels very familiar why does it feel familiar oh we already dealt with this in heaven's war everything 4.1 is, drops dude, and we're like this feels like 3.1 again it's it's all repeating itself everything is literally just a new fucking coat of paint that's yeah. all it is is just oh you're different different character models a shitty coat of paint different character models by the way i i did do drowned city of scala oh yeah and you know i didn't need i didn't need one word of fucking explanation for any of those bosses oh, good. okay i did a, a scalia uh dungeon one <laughs> again during this week Goodness. and i said i remember uh on the show i said that this doesn't feel like a dungeon i'm gonna try to pinpoint why it doesn't feel like a dungeon in this run did it feel like a dungeon it felt exactly like a dungeon it felt like a dungeon yeah oh, that's the thing it. is i kept waiting for that moment because you guys had said oh, i'm sorry well, I'm, uh, you, yeah, you, I set you, you up know for yeah failure. like you were like ah, it didn't feel like your typical dungeon and i kept waiting I, for I, that I and know. i was like nope this is Feels like a dungeon. Exactly what I expected, it's, and that's it's and that's what Nika said to us last week too. She, to her, it felt I was like, like it a dungeon. Was easy. I just blew through it, and the only thing that I liked was the solo trials. I feel like the solo trials, both in the main yeah. story quest and in the job quests, are very good almost all the time. That's the only thing I could I could say that I think. I'll, is I'll give you that. I'll fun. give you that. Yeah, but they are also good. and and but the thing is, is that like even the story around it, as you guys had said. The story around Scala is stupid. The rest so, of the story is better. <laughs> it's like so tangential and like pointless that you're like, <laughs> oh my god! You know what it is? It's honestly the same plot point as what Evelise was. Oh, there's a city under our city. 
Kinda. But I, <laughs> yeah, I'll say this, oh, buddy. Oh my on. god! <laughs> come on! I'm oh, sorry, dude. Did I just shatter the glass? No, I mean, even the no, glass no, is shattered. You here, stepped on here, it. No, no, no. You Here's what you did. Here's what you did. All right. Here's what you did because the rock had already been thrown through the window. What you did was walk up with a hammer and knock out all the remaining pieces of glass oh. in that window frame. It's like when people see two different ideas, like oh, one's way better than the other. Then you like hold a mustache up in front of the other one. You realize. They're the uh, same fucking they're thing. They're the same thing. They're the same thing. He's like, the story surrounding evil is, is good. Callow's like the guy who just like grinds like spilled is potato chips into your carpet. You already spilled them and it sucked, <laughs> but now he's just like, get that in that carpet right there. Yeah, now you're never going to get that out, are you? Getting them out. To be fair, I may I may have done that at your New Year's party with a uh, a cup of pu- uh, like punch or like uh, yeah, or something. Yeah, I remember that. I don't yeah. give a shit. It's not. It's I, didn't, still and there. I, didn't, I didn't say anything it's still to anyone. There. Good. It's stained. Yeah. Thanks. I, I I made sure to to grind my boot into it and and track it too. Great. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a good I thing. Know. I shit that's in petty. Your you know, know what's weird? I don't remember him showing up to any of our parties. <laughs> it was the one New Year's party where we live streamed. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was there. Yeah. yeah, Nick came to that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We played Smash Brothers. Yeah. That's right. But uh, listen, is that I, all you do at your at your parties? Because the one I came to, we live streamed to play Smash Brothers. I think Smash that may be the same Eve. party. Yeah. I think that may have been the no, same. No, you party. didn't come to the no. year that I went. Oh. It's yeah, called, the, the, yeah. yeah, the next year he had it. I was there. You weren't there. I guess I wasn't invited. Though, you, were, you know, you were working. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, I think specifically you remember that, that asking year. if you were going to be there, yeah. and you said you were working. Yeah, I mean, right. he might have been I was lying. Working, yeah, working. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be there, Nico. Working on jacking it. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> um, so it, I just, I, I, this is not. Uh, listen, this is not a reason to to go back over the free to play discussion. No, no. Um, and 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 you know, dredge up all of that. But I do think that you know we have laid out a pretty clear case over time about how these things end up unfolding and if if you're if history is to be a judge then i think that we need to prepare for the possibility of free to play coming soon and and i and i've said this before uh, on the show that I don't think it's going to be free to play with microtransactions. I think it's going to be an optional subscription Makes system no sense. where you get the entirety of the game. Yep. And then what they're going to do is 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 section off portions of the game to microtransactions. Uh, the Star Wars, the old Republic strategy. That is exactly yep. what I was thinking mm-hmm. is there's uh, a, a little bit like a mixture of Elder Scrolls Online and Star Wars, uh-huh. the old Republic. Allow yep. you to play further or faster with Hey, and the reason you do that is so you can justify it to your current fans saying, oh, no, if you want the game as it is now, you can keep doing exactly what you're doing. Right. We're just also adding this free to play. So, feature. And then yeah. guess what? One slowly phases out. Here's my question, though. Here's my question. And I, I will we'll start with everyone in the room. And of course, we would encourage anyone who wants to uh, sound off on this limit break radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. Limit slash discord. Um, is that if uh, so, the question is, is if Square Enix ended up going this route and they tried to do this kind of hybrid free to play system where they tried to spin that line of bullshit that you were just talking about, Escalia, where they're trying to, you know, do right by their veterans and do right by their veteran <laughs> oh, community God. while also going the way that the market tells them that they need to go. How many people I need to know how many people in our audience listening right now that are playing FF14 would buy that? How many people would buy that logic? How many people would actually stay 
stay playing or even buy that optional sub. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So is the, is the question, how many people say, fuck it, I'm out? Is that what we're asking? Well, yes, because it's... Because a lot of people will bitch, but it won't do anything yeah, about it. Right. At what level will you be? Will you still be a paying sub? Will you be free? Or do you walk? Or right. You walk? Th- I and that's 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 the question. Of course you yes. would, Nika. <laughs> of course. We know that. We already know that. For, see, I, 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 I wouldn't pay. Now, I'd probably still play depending on how they did it. If they tried to use some, oh, we need to also blah, 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 our veteran players, right? Like, as much as they've shat on us, if they then try to come out and use us as an excuse. And, like, placated. Oh, (laughs) fuck you. I am so out so hard. But if they're just like, look, this is the way it's going to go now because it makes the most sense, I'd be like, all right, you know what? Fine, because I do still enjoy aspects of your game. I just don't want to. I just don't believe I'm paying for what I'm getting. So if they want to give me the story for free, I'd be okay Whoa. with that. Why would they give you any content for free? Well, I mean, to make would, that market model work, you do have to put something yeah. out there. You have to You're put not, some skin in the game. I have I, Lords of Dominion. That's what you get for free. No, 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 no. I don't think they extra, would go that They far. charge for extra job slots. Yes. They charge for extra action bars. Yes. Yep. They, they charge for, for, for maybe like early access to raids. You are absolutely nuts if you think you're getting the MSQ for free. Uh, all the other free-to-play games do, like, yeah. that, like that's the way they do it. Okay. Yeah. Except- they already give you half of it for free. Are you fucking kidding me? What? They you give you up play. to 35 for free. And, yeah, and, and, but you're not, and new, you're not getting new MSQ for free. You're going to have to pay $5 to access the new MSQ because that is the only thing yes. that this game has going for it. Yes, when I buy the new expansion. Ah. That's me playing, paying ah. for the new ah. MSQ. Ah, ah wait a minute. $5. Hang, on. Hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you haven't paid to access the content to grind your eye level up enough, you can't, get, you can't actually complete MSQ missions. Oh... Yeah, see, see uh, there's yeah. a way to do there is a way to do it. And guess what? It fucking sucks. It's All scummy. Of, even even if you know what, even if they don't go the route that Juxta is suggesting, where they're forcing you to to hit that paywall so or instead and, of a get hard the MSQ. Because I, I don't think I don't think that they value their story content like that. Because mm. we oh, if if they mm. did, if they did, dude, we wouldn't have seen them go uh fucking, you know, like story e- skip. Yeah, story mode rating. Like they would have bothered doing that they would have said your incentive is the fucking story do it fuck nuts or you don't get to do the story yeah they've already caved on that point they've already fucking caved yeah I, like, they caved on it long ago they caved on it fucking back in uh, with 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 uh fucking um uh, salted, salted earth right yeah, uh vishap yes with this steps of faith yes thank you there that's we got it. Was, we play this we play this game that's right <laughs> we're honest <laughs> no Jesus. but it, it is worth noting like that i don't know any other mmo that has touted its msq as such a high selling point as 14 does i understand i ended to juxta i do understand your logic because we value the msq mm-hmm. i don't think that uh, that 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 square enix or ff14 values it in quite the same way yeah they think, they, they mm-hmm. use the msq to lock players in i mean again you can tell just from that interview where yoshi says look we stop it right as you become the warrior of light like you're just getting a taste of it. Um, they, they Square Enix just went and added a canon story about what is happening to Titus between Final Fantasy X <laughs> and X two, and they did it to Final Fantasy Mobius. Tell me again. Tell me again that Square Enix values its story. 
to my knowledge, Final Fantasy Mobius is a free fucking game. I mean, there might be microtrans, but it's a mobile game. It's a, it's a gotcha pan, so it, it, you, you play it for free. Okay, yeah. so if they're adding canon content and using it as a selling point to Final Fantasy Mobius, what Ugh. makes you think that they wouldn't just look at it as a cost of doing business to, to give you the MSQ and then nickel and dime you for everything that's not the MSQ? The MSQ is the only thing that you get for free. Yep. But they would have to put logical restrictions on that. I do get, I do understand your point. That's why I'm saying they'd have to do something devilishly creative. You're, 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 you need, like, not being can, able to complete can, the MSQ. They could keep something similar, like like the 24 Mans. You still get your weekly loot, but if you pay, you get more than one. Exactly. What they would do, they give you the base game for free, but you get very little of it. And if you want to be able to A, do it in a timely fashion, B, have quality of life, that's what they charge. I mean, you especially because look at um, what is it? The the Star Wars online one. You yes. can still pay. You can do the story. You can do some of the content for free. But then if you want to send people a tell, you have to pay. Oh my you god! They to... make you pay for tells. I'm pretty sure you can only use like party chat and say and stuff like that. I don't think <laughs> okay. you can whisper. Hang on, Jesus. Hang on. I want to go back and I want to read a quote. Okay. From this very interview that we're talking about, in Yoshida's eyes, FF14 subscribers are paying for the quality of service, reliable servers, regularly updated content, and a fairly substantial volume of additions with each patch. Okay? That is what they are saying your subscription money is going towards. And if they stop collecting your subscription money and you work backwards on that point of logic, then they can reasonably put out there, well, because we're no longer collecting subscriber money, you're actually going to get patches at twice the length. The, you know, like there's going to be twice the amount of downtime between patches. Here, you know what we... What Two we, patches a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's, and here's what we've been missing all along. The first thing that's going to pay for everything is when glamour prisms are microtrans only. Get ready for that. All no all, way. all die goes to the cash shop. All dies in the cash shop. All glamour prisms. I mean, look, there's still going to be ways to get it in game, like how we sure. can get white dye and stuff through 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 our our retainers. What call it? Our retainers. They've yeah. already laid the foundation for all of this. But all the best die. Yeah, it's going to be fucking hard to get. Oh, but don't worry, don't worry, because if you don't want to buy it off the cash shop, you'll be able to buy gill. Remember, remember when there was. Dies that you could only get through the cash yeah, shop, and then yeah. they eventually they've, they've changed actually, it so that your retainers brought back one every yeah. once in a while. What makes you think that they can't do the exact opposite with ex- all existing dies? <sighs> That's the whole point of of cultivating the cash shop is because, dude, look, I will let you play like my like my Guild Wars account just so you can see how that's set up. Okay, Guild Wars has it figured out. Okay. You buy everything in Guild Wars, and you don't have to buy it with real money. You can make the quote-unquote currency, whatever they're fucking Krista's called, either in-game and then convert it. Like, you can convert gold that you make to Krista, or you can convert real money to Krista to buy stuff. But that's always fluctuating. Yeah, very similar to, to, to how the WoW token does, right? Guild Wars 2, their cash shop is basically what Final Fantasy 14 is trying to do and and i don't know how often guild wars does patches but they're just getting what was was it their first first yeah. expansion after two or three years yeah it's no been it's been a lot guild wars 2 yeah it's been out a long time okay maybe they just got their second expansion and it's been like 
four years or something yeah. like that. I don't, I don't look it up, but but basically it works. Guild Wars Two is proof that this model does work. Uh, They're basically taking all the best parts from the different from the other different types of MMOs, and and they can find a way to incorporate it. Yeah, second expansion. That's what it is. All right, so their second but expansion. But if you can say it's only a, a second expansion after being out for a long time. It's been out for five years. Like it's okay. working. Five years. Second expansion is is coming out or is out or something. I guess that's fine. I but, mean, yeah, here, okay, that's here, just a little slower than 14's rate. K- then KG Maide in the chat says, "I hope you fools are wrong." KG, we hope we're wrong. D- yeah, no we do. one hopes harder than we do that yeah. we're wrong. But here's the problem: we're fucking sick and tired of being right. That's fair. As nice as it is to be right, we're getting a little tired of it. Yeah, I mean, it feels good to say I told you so, but it also like like something in me. You know what else feels? Bad. You know what else feels good? Being able to see our Patreon numbers go up because people like the game. Yeah, that feels good too. Here, it's like but you're right. It is, it is nice to be able to say I told you so, but it's like like. Uh, Whoa, you're sitting there hold holding on to your balls while you're like, oh, I told you that guy was going to kick me. Uh, Kazu says that they update the game every two to three months. What does the size of those updates look like? Because based on what we're getting right now, right? Imagine if they go free to play and the game gets better. Ooh. Yeah, you just Ooh. choked on it, didn't you? Yeah, that didn't I don't think good. I don't think it would though. What what in your mind would make this make you think it would get better? I don't know. I don't know. I've I've never uh, okay. seen an example okay, of no, it no, getting no, no, better. No, no. Okay, no, 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 no. no, no. Here, 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 here. Hold on, hold on. Currently Nika, right now we have quality content, and then they're no longer collecting as much money. Nika, now that it's going free to play, what you've con- tasted this game that's really shitty with a subscription fee. But now with a free to play model, yep. suddenly we get content that's raid worthy we get 24 man raids that actually require effort we get we get link shell content we actually get like besiege type events we We get like salvage events we We get like new end game with like new shit we have no evidence for that you know what we have evidence they're no longer collecting money he said they will collect money they're gonna make money hand over fist do you think a free to play model they would get more money than they're getting with a subscription model it depends on what they then introduce to the cash shop Nika Every time a new pet comes out, people go wild for it, right? Imagine this. Imagine instead of coming out with a new pet every month, they come out with a new pet every week. And you could go ahead and buy it for 10 bucks, or you could buy this box here for $2 that comes with two random pets. <laughs> right, but, look, but think about it, though. All of us are paying ten to thirteen dollars a month. Sure. I feel like and people could go crazy over the minions because there's something you can get in the game. I cannot imagine that even a third of the people that are paying every month would then just race to buy new minions. You, like, Nika, 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 Nika. Some people in this game once pay it costs real Nika! Money. People in this game pay $25 a month to store all of their glamour. Yeah. I know someone who pays $50 to $60 a month. Now, oh, hang on. Now, what is wrong with for people? retainers. Now, now here's, here's something else that you know, you've, you've got to keep in mind is that at any time, Square Enix can lock any feature behind a paywall. And, you know, if, if you think that, you know, our current cash shop is where they'll draw the line, then I don't, I mean, like, I don't know what makes you think that. I don't know anyone who would think that the current cash shop would be the line. They would just, like, erase the, like, the does line anyone wouldn't actually, exist. Does anyone actually think that the current cash app would just exist as is no, no, for free no. to play i don't think anyone is that stupid at no. least of our listeners t capelli says to be fair i spend 20 dollars a month for a fucking postcard 
Yeah. Oh, ouch. <laughs> okay. But that you kinda, know what, that's a little that lends to my point. You think people won't drop two bucks on loot boxes? How many people will say like, "Oh, the game's free to play"? Well, and, I would be spending thirteen to fifteen dollars anyway. I'll just spend that in the shop every month. And now here's the thing: is that and and, and this is really I mean, that's one way to look at it. But this is this is really at the heart of the discussion here. Is Will people spend the money and how much money does Square Enix stand to make by switching to a system like this? Okay, because as we've seen with other microtrans games, even ones that we want to sit here and deride and make fun of total war. You know, like fucking yeah. that. What's that? Mo- that that is that's a that mobile of game. War, war, uh, you know, there's so many there's so many games that. Have that microtrans in them Yeah which That we look at And just kind of dismiss And be like Who the fuck spends money on that And then you find out Like you If someone does an interview With the, with the CEO of this game And they go Yeah we make $15,000 a minute on microtransactions and it's just like you go you go what what (laughs) hold on what are those margins back then did he say a minute what the fuck we're in the wrong business and and the thing is is that when you when you introduce a system like that right you then have right with right now with a subscription model everyone spends about the same right like you can have people that spend a little bit more they spike for a month and then it goes back down because they bought everything, or if they're buying things in the cash shop, right. right? Like, there's a little bit of margin to to continue to go up, right? But at the most, Square Enix can can rely on you know ten, twelve dollars a month from all of us, yep. right? But if we go to a microtrans system, and especially we see this in pay-to-win microtrans environments, that there are people who will just completely spend unreasonable amounts of money yes. because they like the game. It doesn't matter that there are only 200 other players. They're going to spend the $10,000 to get all of the trinket shit and and rule those 200 people. Like, we've seen that psychologically play out again and again and again, and you do not need a hit game to do that. You do not need the World of Warcraft equivalent of a fucking microtrans game to be able to make that work all you need is a handful of 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 your most devoted fiscally irresponsible players to drop what was that thing we talked about that story at checkpoint who did like 10 million dollars in the mobile game that this is what i'm talking about the margin to even if you get one of those one of those that's that that accounts for hundreds of us paying twelve dollars a month month over month ten, ten million dollars that would account for almost 000. our entire player base yeah, I did the math earlier when Nika gave us that number at 1299 for eight hundred thousand people it's about 10 mil if you look look at the margins that dota 2's international were able to do and they did that through through giving a portion of of their microtrans, yep. to, to put towards their uh, the, their tournament something uh, on pop. the order of eighteen million dollars, right? Yeah, Jeez. yeah. But I I just don't see the okay, game. Nika, this is no. the reason you don't see it. What MMOs have you played? Final Fantasy Eleven, Final Fantasy Fourteen. No, no. You have MMO privilege, okay? Okay, you I don't know, see it what, happening what because you don't see you haven't been to other MMOs. Okay, and to again, see I'm not it saying work. it won't be profitable. Like you made a point there, but what I'm saying is that. 
what Juxta was like, what if they start giving us really hard progressive content? That won't happen. No, no, this, no, 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 like you would go to a theme park, you go and you hang out, you play with toys, you go home. Yeah, it's Nika, not... you're you're addressing a point that is a juxta trap. Yes. Like, yeah, Look, the, the, I, he I... was not seriously no, 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 putting no, that, that out there. I know that, but okay. what I was saying is that like we're talking about ways they could improve the game, and if they actually believe. That, that even though they'd make possibly more profit, if they actually think their game would become a better game because no, of this? No, no one, I don't think anyone believes yes, that. Not yes. even, uh, 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 the developer... Does Square Enix even feel that? My no, Square Enix, Square Enix is not fucking stupid. Because yeah. there are a lot of uh, hardcore players that support this, even yeah. though they don't like the game, who will walk I know. sign of a free oh, call. Absolutely, yeah. and, and, and our chat room, even though we don't have any callers on the subject, but our chat room, when we put that question out there, Lit basically mo most of them said that they walk, would walk. Walk, walk, mo walk The majority walk, have said... Fuck yeah, the that. majority have said that that, 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 that they would be. But out. there's also a difference between free to play and then a half like free to play with just microtransactions and a free to play with a subscription option. I, Those are I, different. Listen, I I understand that, but I think that a free to play with subscription options is trying to um, have your cake and eat it too. I know you love that colloquialism, but it, <laughs> but, but that's exactly what what, what what any company that tries to do that is doing. They're trying to essentially appease their old fans and bringing in as much new fans as possible. But somehow ESO is making it work. Uh, somehow ESO is making it work, but they did not have four years of service under their belt before they made that decision. Yeah, they That's made true. that jump in like their first six months. Exactly. Yeah, they they saved themselves. And, and they did Star Wars yeah, they, they Gold Apart, by the way. They super fast. By the way, both games did not go uncriticized for that decision, no. by the way. Both no, there by, was a lot of, of uh, feedback. And vitriol, absolutely. And a, lot, and a lot of their veteran players left. And what you see in those games is you see that churn at the lower end of the level spectrum. You see people coming in, checking it out for you know three, four months, and then they're and then they're out. And maybe they'll come back. Probably but, not, though. But one out of every thousand of those new players is going to stay, and they're going to spend ten thousand dollars exactly. And then their comp the company is going to make money hand over fist. And and the thing is, is that uh, are we the ones that are being cynical by by kind of connecting some of these dots or, or or trying to, you know, read the tea leaves here? Or is that I mean, because I feel like this is just this is uh, fucking business 101 for game companies, right? Like anymore. This is just what I assume. This is what I expect out of a triple A developer anymore. There's a little bit of cynicism there. But like if the game was doing good and like, you know, more morale was high and sub numbers were high then these kinds of decisions even yoshi coming out and saying that wouldn't even be a blip on the radar it wouldn't even be Ugh. a concern it's everything together no see see i i can't even agree with that because if all that was the case he wouldn't come out and say any of this stuff right one of the things that we said earlier and i was trying to figure out how to put this into words i think it was finally able to you know one of the, the, we, the things we said earlier is the fact that he's able to come out and even just off the cuff mention free to play means that a conversation was had somewhere yep. Yep. because yep. we know in the 
gaming industry, as every dev has said, you don't say something unless you've talked about it because gamers will look at that as a promise, right? Yeah. The FF producer who, who who mentioned the FF8, the idea of an FF8 remake. We know that talks happen or he wouldn't have said anything because it starts a fucking wildfire. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's been said means that people who make decisions have at least at one point looked at the docket and said, all right, this free to play thing. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, if, if he had gotten the mandate from above saying, oh, no, 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 we're never going free to play. Yoshi never puts that out there as an option, like no yeah. matter what the players say. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, is that, you know, I think as soon as Yoshi P walked out on stage at FanFest and said no pay to win when he was talking about the cash shop, it alleviated a lot of the fears immediately about the cash shop. Yeah. But you're right, Kahlo, that FF14 players took that as a promise to mean forever. And we looked at Yoshi P as maybe the last guardian of <laughs> things. I, I know. Terrible I, game. I know. But we looked at, at him as maybe the Terrible last guardian uh, uh, against you know uh, things like pay to win and microtransactions starting to seep into this game or free to play starting to seep into this game and the thing is we have to get I think we have to rewrite that thinking because this is uh, if if Yoshi P is not willing to be the one that stands up and says no I don't want that a part as uh, as a part of my game and resists those calls either from above him or from his team to make it happen or let it happen then you know what like i don't think that any of us should sit around lionizing him for that decision okay but the thing is like yoshi said no pay to win and he can stand by that because look at overwatch that is not pay to win but they make money like crazy from loot boxes which are purely cosmetic and have no bearing on the actual game so if this game, if Final Fantasy XIV goes free to play, they can still make a profit and keep pay to win out of the cash. Here's the, yes, no, they, here's the problem, they, though. They, well, Blizzard has real artists that can vary their work and not give you the same thing over and over and over again. Well, listen, listen, they can do that, right? They can do that. But... I think that there is a equal opportunity for them to not do that and to do the most craven and greedy thing in this case, and that would be to microtrans pay to win. That would be to 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 um, you know have the the items that you're buying start drastically affecting the way that the game is played. And, and even that- still, I don't even know if it would be like that. But like I was saying earlier, they would be silly to not you know let the free players still get their weekly drop, but let someone who pays get two or three per mm-hmm. week. I feel like that that well, yeah, you know, would the, be the idea is to, make, people would pay that. Yeah, the idea is to incentivize the to to to, to want to pay more to get stuff. Here, because right. here's what's when you have eight hundred thousand people playing. I'm just you know using that number because we had it today. You know you're, you're not going <laughs> to because it's the actual accurate number, right? Well, it was back in September. I mean, oh, wait, yeah. wait, and, and it September. was only people level thirty. <laughs> wait, it was this like <laughs> September this year? September twenty fifth to thirtieth. Yeah. Oh wow. All yeah, right. Yeah. We'll year. unuse that then. So uh, they're not going to suddenly say, all right, none of you people have to pay anymore. That doesn't make any sense. If you want to pay, you can. Yeah. If you want to stop paying, go through a very complicated yeah. procedure on our website to figure out how to do that. Well, basically what they're saying is is sort of like, oh, you got a nice MMO there. Would be a shame if something happened to it. And if you stop paying monthly, something's going to happen to oh it. Oh, my God. No, no, no. You see, like what he was suggesting, put a hard eye level cap on things and then make, you know, gear kind of in the cash shop. Yeah. Oh, look, we finally made gear important. <sighs> 
Wouldn't that be just a kick in the balls? Look, I don't know if Gear it's because... in loot boxes, though. I, because as we all know, loot boxes are not gambling, uh, as according to you've the ASRB. You've been asking for RNG, and you've been asking <laughs> for powerful loot. Fuck you, Square Enix. I you know, can't even... I, I, I don't know I, if it's because that, it's so just, hot in here, and I've been drinking a lot of sugar, but I'm starting to feel sick, guys. <laughs> that Just the idea of that reviles me to my core. You, you know what? I'd respect it. That's trolling on such an epic level. That is a level of contempt for their audience that I could only respect. And especially because that would be directed right at us. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would like I'd be pissed and I'd quit the game over it, but I'd respect it. I would it. quit if that was the thing, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. You'd respect it the way you respect Voldemort. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Kind of. Or Donald Trump. People love Kefka. He was evil. It's true. Uh, you respect when it's evil enough. You respect character, it. not actual like oh. real by the pussy. <laughs> God damn <Jesus>. it! <laughs> no, oh like, but the, I, I, I do think that this is a problem that not enough people are talking about because already, you know, like we, we, Fake we news, need to, Fake you know, news. like here's the thing. Here's the thing is I'm really, I'm actually kind of legitimately glad that we waited to have this discussion for three weeks because everyone was talking about it three weeks they ago. Were. Zero people are talking about it right now. Yeah. And they never talked about it to the extent that it needed to be talked about. There were people that were like, oh, news was happening. And then people were like, no, fake news. And that, that was the end of the dialogue. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm. And Wake up, sheeple. And, and, but that's, uh, again, you know, like, it, it's it's kind of a happy accident that it, it it ended up like this that we've taken three weeks and now we're coming on to to talk about this right but again look at how how quickly people move on from things look at how quickly people move on from the discussion about things like free to play Mm -hmm. that could drastically impact the future development of this game and yet this was a discussion that we had three weeks ago and already we're talking about evilies and and, and how boring evilies is look at how quickly and how passionately people rejected the jump potion when it was just being discussed it came out and now no one cared no one's like yeah and and, and granted no one's talking no one's talking about how detrimental it is Yoshi said that it's not that big of a deal and people don't buy it as much as they said so i guess we, we i guess we it's okay it's fine then because he said so because he said so yep so even if there is even if they go free to play you know what they're gonna be telling themselves oh there's a vocal outcry but like the jump potion it'll pass eventually we can't yeah, let it pass will. i that's gonna pass now that said we did our damnedest yeah we the well, jump that's potion. the thing yeah we, we don't have four a, straight weeks of calls <laughs> on that shit we don't have not because we wanted to yeah we 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 only can put the discussion out there uh, we don't have control over the actual fucking decision. Hold on. Mindfuck. Maybe the reason we're not getting calls anymore is because the people who said they would quit if Jump Potion came out actually quit. Oh. We got calls oh. last week, though. Mind blown. Oh, not to the extent of Jump Potion. Well, that's it wasn't, true. It wasn't those same people that were calling in, right? Yeah. We had no, like, no we had like eight calls as... every episode about Jump Potion. And we had like, what, three last week? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, Zero no, he's right. Week? He's right. The jump potion controversy. At the end of those episodes, we'd be like, "Look, we have five or six people on the phone. We're not going to be able to get to you yeah. today." Yeah. yeah, no one's ever called in that hard before, and and, and, yet, and they were all new callers usually. Right, and yet now at this point, when we're talking about free to play, like this isn't a thing that's worth discussing. It's because everyone who would quit have oh, already did. quit. Did and I think everyone else pretty much agrees with us too. Like they they would just be calling in and saying, "Yeah, people are sitting yep. at home. They're like, yeah, yeah, I'd walk. Yeah, uh, that's true." Mm-hmm. Guy in the, yeah. in the chat whose name I can't pronounce. So Stockholm kicks in and we just accept it. Kinda. 
I mean, that's the depressing part is that it really just does. If we, I, I feel like a lot of the community is whipped dogs at this point. And uh, it's yeah. the same guy actually just said people know SE isn't listening and it's th- uh, tiring to keep crying about it all the time. And we actually kind but of experienced cry, that. You must. No, we experienced that for a while. We're like, no one's fucking listening. Well, yeah, but but the thing is, is that do you, does that just make you shut up about it? Like, you know, when you when you That's see something fucked up or that you don't like do and you feel nothing is happening, you listen, that's a mandate. You've got to be louder. You've got to be more annoying. You've got to you've got to take it to the next level. Do not go quiet but, into that but, good but, night. But yeah, you, we want you, fuck off the uh, demand what you think is best for this game. This is not, hey, give us easy loot. This is do what is responsible for your fucking community that, by the way, gave you a pass on 1.0, supported you all the way through it, and, and by the way, anyone who's got that legacy tattoo, you fucking paid a sub to a sub fee in 1.0. That's you what that means. That <laughs> That's what that means, okay? Yeah. I think I think I think I think to, to have you had to have to have your three months to get it. I th- you I, paid I, a different kind of price. I, I see. I, th- I I if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, you had to have an active account for at least one of those sub periods before they turned it back free to play because they turned no, it back it free months. to play at the end. It, yeah, it, it, it was near the end because uh, it was within a period of time. You had to have had yes, an active sub because my benefactor paid for all a 1.0 and she stopped. I want to say. That's four or five maybe, months Maybe it's not true that's with the like, tattoo. That's but legacy status for your cheaper sub. Maybe that's it. You okay. needed that's a legacy tattoo, character. Oh, okay, all right. I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I have, right. I have the tattoo and yeah, I didn't you. pay for it. Okay, thank, you, thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah, so that's true. how I pay 12, you guys pay 14, that. right? Okay. 25. <clears throat> well, I pay 14. You didn't need to admit that. I have to admit it every time. still? Like right now? Kind of. I paid. I paid for like half of the month to get my retainers back and then I immediately unretained so I paid like six dollars okay also all of you jacking off right now that you're correcting me that's nice okay I got a small piece of information wrong but the core of what I said is actually true that there was a campaign that you had to be involved in paying the sub for to be able to qualify for future status on on FF14 okay so uh, again we floated FF14 through 1.0. Oh, yes. And 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 in a large to a large extent we floated Square Enix as a company by continuing to pay not only subs for FF11 but then subs for FF14 and then coming back for ARR. And 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 for some reason Square Enix thinks that this game can continue on without all those people. That's the part that makes me sad. I feel like they fundamentally broke their promise to their legacy players to their long-term players to the people who saw them through that 1.0 hardship where they said listen believe us we're going to build a great game and you're and it's going to be worth playing and it was worth playing for a year and then it started to grow stale and i feel like the 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 more that they continue to double down on this practice of copy and paste developing in terms of encounter mechanics and copy and paste developing in terms of, uh, you know, uh, everything except their environments that, you know, I, it's 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 fucking unacceptable for us to sit around and accept that and, and accept it quietly and placate it and tell Square Enix that they're doing a good job. I'm sorry. If you're paying for this fucking game, you should be able to have a place in that conversation, in that dialogue 
with whether or not you are satisfied with the way that your money is spent. And guess what? The hard reality is, is that if you take your economic power and you go somewhere else, Square Enix will see that as a mandate. Now, they say between 80 and 90 percent, if they want, if between 80 and 90 percent of our community demands free to play, how is a community going to demand that? What what what's the by 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 unsubbing? We're already at that metric. Ten million players, 10 million active accounts. And over 10 million accounts ever created, 800 currently playing. We're already at 800, that 000, metric. 800,000 right. 800, accounts actively playing. Okay, so we're at that metric. Right. It, that that's he that's, already proved his point. That's exactly what I'm saying. He he gets so to if come they out came with out free to play and say this is what you guys wanted. So if they said this bullshit and then they came out with the truth and said, well, this is how many people are actually logging in. This is a pretty big mandate that we got to take it free to play. They've justified their own fucking decision. Yeah. Are you going to take it? Are you going to accept that? Is that going to be okay? Well, I mean, because this is what we're fucking talking about. We're talking about free-to-play as soon as 5.0. If they're talking about it in 4.1, that means that if we're going to see it, it's coming in 5.0. Mark my fucking words. Well, I don't know. Yoshi said it's going to come in like maybe like 7.0, so I think we got times to, before the sky's going to fall. No, you don't. You've got till 5.0. Uh, Axel Zero in the chat asking what, uh, for uh, us to provide links uh, and for us to, to show our work. When we, we said it earlier in the show, you probably weren't here. Nika did um, the math. Nika did yeah. the math. Nika can give you links. She's uh, a teacher. We trust her math. <laughs> except her mouse doesn't work, so we don't know if. No, if she... it works now. Oh. Oh, you fixed it. Good. I, I had to unplug my controller and switch USB ports. And that stuff. fucking controller. Use yeah, a it's, different it's controller. It's a wireless dongle. It's all fucked up. I, didn't... I think you need a different controller. He want links for okay your math yeah he wants he wants you to he wants you to show your work yeah it wasn't okay. an official yeah, announcement it was, it was an image that someone in japan did to actually show how many active players there were versus how many people have cleared endgame and they had and uh final coil gordius midas creator and sat omega and it, that was what it was comparing but it has active users in level 70 characters i can find it Thank you, but, but I can't. I can't imagine that. Like even, even though that's probably not the most accurate way to do it, I can't imagine that the number is that far off. No, I, 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 I don't. No, think it's that all it from is. Lodestone. So they took level thirty-six characters right. for the active. They took level seventy characters for that column, and then they took the achievements for everything. And, yeah. and obviously, you can hide your character data from the Lodestone. So it's not. It's and not depending on day. You might see a spike in activity, right. or or you know a downtrend in yeah. activity. Um. So I mean, there are a couple variables in there that would affect that. But, but I that's think a good rough base. Hey, I think eight hundred thousand uh simultaneous logins is actually giving square enix more of a benefit of the doubt than it is would you to, say it's about 45 percent uh, margin of error <laughs> i mean Jesus. easily somewhere in there <laughs> right uh let's go to our phone lines and talk to uh laro felix of sergeant tanis what's up laro hey what's going on guys thanks for calling limit break radio what's happening thank you for having me um i'll try to keep this short and sweet uh so i was talking to my friends a couple nights ago about basically the 14 community and how the casuals have kind of taken over and we were we were talking about how square enix handled ff11 and how they're handling 14 and we feel like square enix really doesn't give a fuck anymore like as long as they're making money um they they couldn't care less so free to play if if that's gonna be hey we can either get 14.99 or 9.99 from our legacy players a month or we can just go fucking free to play and yeah yeah throw all this fucking loot in here and like they've already they've already stopped putting out old 
seasonal gear and just throwing that in the fucking cash shop. So you can't get that anymore unless you pay for it. Um, Which actually surprised the hell out of me when I was doing the news today for All Saints Wake. I figured that like any other game that all the stuff from previous years you could just buy available. today. Yeah, no. Nope. Oh, no. 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 Fuck, no. Why would no? Like, why? Why? I think, I think last year I noticed that you couldn't get the broom again and I was like, what the fuck? And then my friend Chad was like, yeah, it's on the it's on the mock station now. I was like, okay, pay fucking $15 and get your broom. There you go. Congratulations. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, we're, so just, we're think, moving toward this in a very slow pace and I, I, I just I'm not sure how other people don't see it. Do you it. remember the Easter events in FF11 with the egg Eggs? hunting? Yeah. All right, yeah. guys. This year, uh, you can get your consonants from the in-game event, but you got to buy the vowels in the cash shop. Uh, uh, <laughs> really, really quick, guys. Someone linked the actual uh, website that I think Nika was using. And as of October, active users are at 678,000. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I also linked that there's an Im- imager um, of the image I was using. Yeah, that's right. like 150k drop off in a month. Well, it's not surprising given the content that they've, no. that they've put in front of us. But here's the thing, Waro, is that I think what we've seen the big difference in between FF11 and FF14 is obviously, first of all, FF11 can't sustain a structure like that, right? Like, they would have to go, and we've talked about this before, to be able to put microtrans into FF11, you would have to restructure so much fundamentally about it and remove something like uh, Play Online yeah. that it, it's just not worth the development hassle for them mm-hmm. to be able to do. Yeah. However you changed it, it wouldn't make the same money it does, right. just leaving it as it is. Now, FF14 was not built with that same restriction they obviously don't have the same restrictions that's how we have the cash shop okay and we've got to look at what has changed between when they put out ff14 1.0 and what and and now what has changed in the wider gaming atmosphere and what has changed inside of square enix's own um you know uh uh, biome or bio what in inside of the you know ecology of of square enix as a company what has changed structure what has changed what we've seen is we've seen the rise of both pay to win being super super profitable the margins around them being insane and we've seen the rise of mobile what's happened what's helped that along has been the rise of mobile gaming and and i i you know square enix has been extraordinarily active in that you know that that first and second wave of mobile games and i can guarantee you you know, just when you look at the at Square Enix's financial report and you see how many pages they've dedicated to their mobile brands and how much of a um, uh, of of a margin is on those and how much money they're making on those, it kind of you kind of look at it and go, well, why wouldn't they? Right? Like they would. All, they're yeah. they're almost they're almost turning down money by not going that route. And the only thing, the only thing that has ever prevented a game company from embracing it and going down that road has been their community sentiment the gamers sentiment would gamers actually end up shelling out and paying for it and what we've seen more and more especially in the last five or so years is that these microtrans models work they work ridiculously well and it just it there is so much there's so much drastically more to be made by just putting those methods and options into your game and we just fucking buy them square enix's financial uh report that we did on checkpoint a while back pay uh, games as a service is their fundamental philosophy moving on guys yeah, yeah. well because even even when games put loot boxes in 
the 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 biggest protest you get from people is, well, I'm not going to buy the loot boxes, but they still buy the game, right? Right. right. So so it still counts as a success because again, like you said, Nero, it doesn't count to put those in there and somebody's going to use them. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't have to be 100% of your subscriber base that's that's uh, it, you know, engaging in microtrans for it to be uh, you know, felt by the rest of the community or for it to be profitable for the fucking game company. It doesn't have to be half. It, no, it, it doesn't. It 1%, but that 1% is going to fucking blow their goddamn load of money on your no, stupid the, loot boxes. The uh the amount of overhead versus profit on the the margins yeah. that you see there if they have 20 percent engagement that's plenty there's no reason to think you know sentiment has changed on this so much you know since since F- the days of ff11 and we used to look at gill sellers like cancer and and microtrans as you know if a game came out with microtrans there was a th- that was the reason not to play it is because it Vis- had visceral brat backlash yeah. exactly and now oh they put pokemon in it fucking take 200 dollars of my money you know what i mean like we're all that fucking stupid we've all done it we've yeah. all done this we're all guilty of this and the message that it sends to developers across the board is we make so much more money doing it this way mm-hmm. why would we not why stop what what incentive do they have to fucking stop this, this whole argument is the exact reason that i actually finally buckled down on myself and said you know what not getting shadow of war even though i want to play the game but it, it, it's gotten so entrenched at this point already that unless there is a major and i mean major shift in like the, cultural it, shift. cultural shift yeah the only way that you can take a stand against it is to say you're not going to play video games exactly. anymore. Exactly, and that means you have to give up something you love doing. Exactly, how no. you're stu- you're fucked. You can't do yeah, that. Yeah, you're basically saying I am taking myself out of the consumer pool for games in general because there's almost no game that is above doing this. Yep. Retro games for life, Super Nintendo. Oh fuck you. <laughs> okay, but fuck you. No, because no, no, here's no, how Nintendo, they have you. Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> we're, I think I think uh, uh, Kala, yep. we're on yep. the same okay. fucking wavelength. Right. We got you. Because you sat here. You sat here and you told us about how you bought the fucking SNES Classic, you fucking dolt. And then, and you, I wanted to buy it. I haven't bought it yet. That's because you're too poor. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> my life. But, the, 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 but there's the, no micro trans in that. The, n- yes, there is, because you're rebuying it. It's you're a micro trans. They're getting you. They're getting you on on rebuying shit that you've already bought once to buy this whole system again. That's exactly. How how they get you? That's a macro trans. <laughs> macro you guys, trans. I, I really wish you would have had cameras on because when me and Nero both sh- like spoke up, like he was vis- he like trembled <laughs> visibly. He was. That's because you're too poor. I, have, I haven't seen him that worried uh, since I said go host the show on your own. Yeah, it's like about an hour ago. That's right. Side, oh note, does it, yeah, side note: Does anyone want to buy some of this Super Nintendo games? <laughs> Honestly, though, I mean, like, we're all fucking guilty of this. We are. No one is above this. And that, and, that, and that's the thing. As soon as it gets injected into a game or a series that we just, we can't live without, that's just like, it's it's our fucking, mm-hmm. it's our jam. It's our thing, man. It's coming up. Star Wars next month. We fucking oh. partake in it. We well, do. And plus, it sucks. Look, look, there are, I know that loot boxes are a lot more pervasive and I think a lot more damaging than DLC, than the idea of DLC was, but it's still a very similar thing that we have going on here. It's because some people yeah. do it right. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And and you know, five years from now, 
it's not going to be anything different. Like but everyone will have loot boxes, it, and we will just accept it, dude. It doesn't take the upper one percent and and them leading with the idea. This is this is a thing that's coming from the bottom. This is coming from what would ostensibly be termed as fucking shovelware no. well, DLC. Requires- and they're making that's the thing is that this shovelware that's shit out for phones is making such a fucking margin that they're actually able to go back and and either market it or make a real game out of it. Yeah, and the thing, DLC requires such a higher engagement with the community to be mm-hmm. fu- successful. This does not. This can function on incredibly low engagement. God damn. And that's terrifying. I, it, is so, it is so depressing. It is so depressing um, to have to say uh, the only way that you can stand up against something like this, if you don't like these business practices, is like you had said, uh, Escalia, to take yourself out of the consumer pool. That sucks. Yeah. It sucks because, and guess what? We're not asking anyone to do that. We can't no, ask you to no, quit your favorite hobby. No, we can't. We're not going to do it. We, yeah, of course but not. But we can sit here and at least recognize, wow, we are being bent over and fucked, and it, I know something really about are. that. We re- Jesus. I'd like to shift really this back to, uh, to FF14 really quick, but it's, it's going to be just as sad. Oh. Now, I'd like someone else just, just to, 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 to verify this if, I, if, if they can, but Kinthrall is saying 8.8 million of the total players aren't affiliated with a grand company, which is level 20 in the MSQ. That Uh-oh. means that means 1.2 million people at least got far enough to actually like get a grand company, and the more importantly, 8.8 million didn't. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'll, I'll say this: I, a lot of those are role players who that's were like a level big a lot, number. Yeah, a lot of those are probably guild sellers. Probably. Um, anyway, uh, Laro, thanks for the call. Oh, hey, Laro. Yeah, we 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 <laughs> ap- ran with that. We appreciate it. Any ending thoughts and uh, make them quick. So I just wanted to put the question to you guys, because I know you all played 11. Is it that is it that Square Enix was too afraid to do anything radical like a cash shop or whatever you want to call it back then? Or maybe they just didn't care about making money with I, 11, even though I think obviously they were. No, there's there's no. two points there. Yeah. It's all about the time frame that that game yeah. existed in. Yeah. Cash shops had not yet become pervasive, especially not in... The Japanese market, absolutely, uh, and you you had a real resistance on the part of game players to accept things like that. You yeah. did, and the other thing about that is they were operating on a completely different fundamental model. And as, as Nero said, their goal was to get people to stay in the game for years on yeah. end. Yeah, and when you do a cash shop model. It's hard to do that. Yeah, I don't think the FF11 developers had any problem with innovating and changing stuff. I mean, look at the, the drastic change when they dropped uh, Abyssia, right? It was just yeah. completely the industry itself was so different back then. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, th- and that's the thing. Like, Abyssia was very much a reflection of people wanting their MMO experience a little faster. Yeah. They like, well, oh, we're putting love back in the game. Not just that, but they actually had to do structural things to be able to address the shrinking population that yes. an older game has. And a lot of the things that they've done to streamline the gameplay of FF11 in the subsequent time since we've quit has been done as a kind of acknowledgement of like, well, this game can't function the way right. that we originally built it and it's true right we built it that, to be a party game and exactly. there aren't enough people to justify that I, I, exactly yeah. and 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 th- so you know things like that but I, I i think that ff11 received much less criticism from its the remaining player base because we all knew at the time abyssia came out well we can't keep doing uh calibri parties you know what i mean yeah. like something had to change and they did change it so now, I, they, I, they I do think com- i do think that it that it 
is a bit of an, an, an anachronism that, you know, it, it's a reflection of the time frame in which that game was made. And then they put a lock on it by putting it on PlayStation but, 2. And they weren't completely, you know, blameless. However, they did have Triple Triad in the game, which was very much kind of like an extra cost sort of thing. Yeah. And they had they added in the three mini add-on expansions, which were pretty much just optional content. Which uh, you did just for a single piece of gear. You, did for effectively, you were effectively paying $10 for a piece of gear. But, yeah, but I think that... Wait, I they think, didn't have triple tried. What are you talking about? No, they had... Um, I'm sorry, Tetramaster. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, but the thing... No, here's the thing about that is I, I really no, do... Book. I really do think that the all of those um, expansion scenarios were done to kind of cover up the shift of developers from the 11 Project to the 14 Project. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and how much mm, natural oh, content left with them. I, re- I didn't buy a single one of those uh, DLC... Size doors only one of them was any fun. Yeah, I like, didn't buy any of them because it was just only a bunch sh- of fetch. It was Shantoto was the only one. Shitty doing. fetch quest yeah. oh, for like a shitty one. item that didn't I liked, matter. I like Shantoto. I like the first one because I focused on Aldo. Anyway, um, uh, thanks, Laro, oh for uh, for the call. We appreciate it. We've only got about five minutes left in the show. If anyone else is holding on the line, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna move through pretty quick. I don't know how many uh, are on hold, but uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash Discord uh, and uh, apparently we've got uh, uh, Limit Break Radio's own uh, punching bag. And no, I'm not talking about a scholar, but Scurro is on the line. Scurro, Scurro, what, what the fuck are you what doing here? Why? What, what do you? What do you? I'm gonna play, why? man. I want to talk about that. Okay. Oh, jeez. Why? So what I want to know is why. Like I've been reading the chat for a bit here, and everyone's getting all upset, being like, "Oh, I'd quit if the server went free to play," but. But like, why at this point? I, I just I don't understand that. Namely, because you're already receiving the content for a free to play game for a sub. Why so wouldn't, why wouldn't uh, you pay? Why wouldn't you play at this level of content? Where you're not paying anything. Basically, what you're saying is is that you feel that the amount of content that we're already getting has tipped the scales in favor of un like like this like a free to play game. Yeah, this, like we're getting yeah. the content of a free to play game. Right, already. we're we're yeah the 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 fourteen or twelve dollars that we put towards this game isn't being allocated well as it is. But I think like. You know, I, I, again, I think that that's we should absolutely be holding Square Enix accountable for how they're allocating money. But saying like we're going to give them less, you know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, the reason that people hold on to the sub is for all of those reasons that Yoshi P laid out is that the sub is to is supposed to represent a promise, how, a, a promise of how often you're going to get content, how high the quality of the content is going to be. And Skrull, what I hear you saying is that the quality has dipped below the acceptable point for uh, paying a sub. Yeah, completely. I mean, you're getting like what a dungeon every other patch. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. And then you're sitting there for months and you're subbing like constant months for maybe a month's worth of content. Like, you're already basically doing microtransactions, but in a very stupid way by doing a whole sub for it the is, whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a roundabout way. There, there was a recent hmm. episode where all of us decided what we think the current incarnation of FF14 was worth. And I think a lot of us were like, you know, six bucks a month. I'd, six, I'd, I'd be okay with yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. But six here's bucks. the problem, sure. Skr, and I think this is why so many people are against the free-to-play model, and it's one of two reasons. The first reason is that if they start bringing in less money, 
that we'd get even less content. Yeah, now suddenly they have a ready-made built-in excuse to yeah. to do less. Right. right. And and they can do just Do they even need an excuse? And they, they, can slough they already it. do. They already like come on. I mean, on. yes. Yeah, but the thing is is that they can let that slide even farther. Yes. And they How can How much not content can they give us? Or they, they the can other slough one. it. They, I mean, and, and well, and and I don't know if this is where you're going with a column, but the other thing that they can do is is have longer periods of time between well, yes. updates. Yes. That's yeah. the other way to slough yeah. it off. And and you've again you've got a built in ready made justification by going listen we had to we had to change the way that people are paying for the game so uh, of course your expectations on when you can receive uh, content updates is going to change as well yeah that but, that is true but the other point that I was going to go to is if it starts to go the Star Wars way then they start to lock stuff off and I don't know about you but it would really irk me to my core is whenever I opened up my character sheet I see little lock yeah. and like. In like that's, uh, money buttons on each of the jobs. That is a way. That's a way more dangerous option yes. for them to go. That is a far, I mean, far that, more dangerous option. Like the way that I could see it going is if they basically say, "Hey, you're going to receive half the tombstones you already receive for content if you basically go the free to play route, and you get maybe like ten bonus like seals. You or get, something. You get a multiplier of two for if you're doing a it for a sub. And yeah. I mean, yeah, that sucks. But at the same time, like. Versus not paying for content that you're already receiving that's basically free to play. Like it's just I would personally and that's I'd feel better bit, about that. Yeah, so so uh free players would have to do more grinding to get the same shit. Uh, I see what so. you're saying, yeah. But I hear what you're saying. I get you, I get you. I get you. Is there there's comes a point that's a way that you could do it. When you still are paying your sub every month, you're paying yeah. that twelve ninety nine a month. Yeah. Part of that payment is with the expectation and hope, I guess, yeah. that the content does improve. Right. And when you go to the free to play model, you're basically giving up that hope. And that's and, and maybe, that's, well, that's where Scrooge is at. He's like, yeah. I've already given up that hope, so I I might as well pay nothing. Here, here's something yeah. else. Here's something else that everybody has to has to keep in mind too. If you go to free to play, as Zeisel Zero says in the chat, let's not forget the special type of people that free to play brings in. Oh yeah. no, we got to play with the short bus audience. We're gonna yeah. be the We've new already got that fucking audience. All right, yeah, no, we're we the already have that people. bus. They've been oh. parked here for a while. Listen, listen, spend. The only difference is that the, this this bus of special people have no money. Spend spend ten minutes in a fucking Fortnite match and come back to me and let me know that free to play is a good option. No, okay. Like honestly, it, it's it's fucking. I I can't think of a free to play game that I've looked at and said this is worth investing myself in. Uh, Wambly Pond says, "Who's not blocking Shout Chat at this point?" I am. I am. I Absolutely. I never do. I, uh, I don't block mine. Well, guess what? That's I'm why. What? Hang on. What's the po- What's the purpose of having your shout channel unblocked? What? Um, what to troll people? What valuable? What valuable information is being communicated across the fucking shout channel these days? No, just as right. Invited to hunt parties. Ju- no, just as right. You use it to troll Nika. <laughs> I think Metro's yeah. a pretty cool guy. He shoots the aliens and curls up into a ball. Uh, I uh, completely lost. Oh no no no! You, I, you better un you better unblock your shout chat because when it goes free to play, that's the only one you're getting for free. That's right. Yeah, you've got to pay for the other chat channels. No more whispers, man. <laughs> All right, Scarrow. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, if we've got any more callers, let's uh, rapid fire them. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five LimitBreakRadio dot com slash Discord. Uh, we are gonna we're looking <laughs> to get out of here pretty soon. Nolan um, Gray, what excuse will people use now if they can't say? You don't pay my sub. You didn't pay for my box copy. You didn't pay my premium sub. 
If you don't, if you don't for my micro trans. If you don't have a premium sub, like there definitely needs to be a way to distinguish who's a free distinguish distinguish to distinguish uh, free free accounts and non free accounts. So when they're playing off meta and it's free and you're paying, no, you get to force Hold them up. into the meta. You absolutely will be able to distinguish that. It'll be distinguish one, whoever is glamored is on a premium account. Stop no. it! You're scaring me. <laughs> dude, that is that is not even me joking. No, legitimately, no. if you're legitimately, gonna go fucking free to play, and I have to pay two dollars every time I glamour anything. I am one hundred percent fucking hold out. On, no, on. no. You think two dollars? How for much? One crystal? How much did for you? One crystal? How much? I spent like twenty fucking crystal glamouring out my squadron. No, here's what's How happening. much did you pay for Play Dead? $7. No one is... For an emo. They will change. The, they will change I, the glamour prisms it. to work for all types. Like, you'll never... You won't have the separate glamour prisms anymore, but you will pay for a pack of five of them. Absolutely. I thought, I yeah. thought the... Um, Middle Eastern dance emote because it's Stop. the same. But that shit that Lee does on the Stop. hand of the trailer, that's what the Stop. dance is. No. It's God so damn it. Cool. Wow. No. It's so gay. I can't believe you did that. That's Seriously. so dumb. Shut Seriously. up. You're in your play. You yeah. Have, I, I mean, I can You say, and you're spending money on glamour, like for yeah. your squadron. Don't you even totally fucking would. tell me what's You dumb. totally would, too. If they put, I didn't buy that dance. That's a dumb dance. I, I mean, honestly, they uh, like, we were ta- we, like we were talking about with the dyes, they could do the exact same fucking thing with, with glamour prisms. The only reason you bought the dance. Emote was so that you could look like you were drunk on the table that week. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Let's it's a, go. It's a pretty good emote. Let's go back to our phone lines one last time for this episode and talk to Xfon of Ferry. What's up, Xfon? Uh, not much, guys. Uh, okay. First, I gotta get this off my chest. Nika Blart Mall Cop has to be the greatest thing you guys have written. <laughs> I love it's you. The best part of con- it, it's better content than than Square. Let me tell you something. Oh, Nika you. was so into doing that bit and didn't have to be pressured at all. Uh, yeah, she took um, she took uh, absolutely actually, zero coaxing but, to do that. But guys, that doesn't even make sense because it translates to this, and it's not going to make any sense. I, we everybody. had to literally we had to explain every line of that joke. Well, no, I understood the joke, but it bothered me to say it. Good. Why? Okay. Good. <laughs> she. Gets it. She gets Japanese it. Oh and I God. care about the language. Having to say it, having to say those things not only hurt the part of me that knows Japanese, it also hurt my inner weeb because it was good. So good. That's was the point. My inner weeb, my fifteen-year-old, thirteen-year-old weeb that I that's was. That's the point. It hurt that part Nika. of me because it was even worse. Nika, than that. how does that's how does point. it make you feel knowing that there are some people that when they hear that. They're going to judge you and be That's like, right. that girl has no idea how to speak Japanese. Hashtag fake it, it anime hurts, chick. It hurts. It, it's painful. <laughs> uh, no, we honestly, though, X-Fun, um, I think that uh, putting those together may be one of the uh, one of the things truly, truly fun <laughs> things that we do on the show. Nika, um, can you actually, give us I was a- wondering, can we replace Nika with the, uh, Nika Blart? Can that be? Can a we get an Ugu from her? Yeah, can no, we get an Ugu? Never again will I ever say Ugu. <laughs> I, I ah, ever again. I, Ten points. I really, I, I really want Nika to do an entire episode as Nika Blart. Mall tank. No, I could do an entire episode like a Valley Girl. I could not do Nika Blart. Chat will throw money in for that. Yeah, sure. that's the thing. Is I think Hashtag I think the, I think the chat might be able to throw enough money at you to to, <gasps> Wait, to make you change I got your mind. It. I got it, Nika. I could so. you do a Paul Blart cosplay for us? 
No. Nika, Nika, this is what you're going to do for extra life for kids with cancer. Nika Blart (laughs) Mall Tank. They'll donate to save kids with cancer. Honestly, part of the issue with this, though, is that because I know enough Japanese, I don't think I would be able to purposefully say wrong Japanese. It would just be hard. Mostly Sean Sean and Crimson Tinted both say name your price. Listen, listen. Listen, listen. Do it for free? Ten million (laughs) dollars. There you go. Ten million dollars. No, and I'll do it. No. Ten here's million the, here's the thing. Life. Here's the thing is that like it, it, all we would have to do is just really develop this, sit down and think about it and develop the character. That's it. That's all it would take. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're getting we're getting a say. little bit. Yeah, we're getting a little bit bogged down on uh, the, the Nika Blart portion of this call. Is that not and, what it was about? And, well, we're already <laughs> yeah. over time. Uh, so uh, uh, X-Fon, what did you want to talk about? Okay, so that shit had me howling in my car at 6 a.m. in the morning driving awesome. I had to pull over for it. it I was love great. that. <laughs> I lo- we, lo- we, love, we love hearing that. And by the way, for anyone who enjoys those at the beginning of our live streams, you should go back and listen to each one every week on the podcast. Not because we just get to collect those downloads and it looks better on <laughs> us, but because there is added production that goes into that sometimes. And a lot of times the... Uh, the the Garlean News Network. The oh. Garlean News Network was... was or, um, Garlean Station Garlean Station 1 was yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. there was there was another one that where we had broken in it was the Resistance News Network that, yeah, yeah, that's that's where, yeah. where we had yeah. broken in and it was in the run up to Stormblood Dick Kickem and yes Dick Kickem and Wall Watch him yeah that's that's what you were thinking <laughs> that's of. what I was thinking and, of, yeah. Uh, and and yeah so uh, uh, you know we we really do um you know kind of put a little bit of extra work into those so if you if you hear them every week on the live sh- live stream um but you want to hear what the actual produced version is always 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 refer over to the podcast over at limitbreakradio.com so um all right sorry x go ahead so my uh i i just wanted to call in uh and share a little bit of my experience with uh stormblood because uh dragoon is balls yeah it is <laughs> talk, yeah hey you don't, even, you don't even play anymore isn't it better now uh, if okay. it just got a whole easier bunch of is better it's the problem isn't how much damage it does. The problem is, is it's just stressful for to play with no payout. It just doesn't feel good. No, and you don't ever doubling, feel happy. Is yeah, it like masturbating with on, sandpaper? They double down on the least fun mechanic possible. And it just, I, I, I've sworn off of it now. I'm looking for a new main. I have it at 70. I gave it a fair shot and it just doesn't feel good. So now... Listen, I, honestly, I'm joining your weeb club, Nika. Yeah, no one, no, no one you, wants to join anime club, Nika. Shut the fuck up. Samurai is so much fun. Um, what's that? What's that? Nika Blart? Nika Blart? Right. Ball yeah. Samurai? Yeah. You're you're just playing into the stereotype now. Um, yeah. I, I honestly, if I felt that my main was no longer worth playing, I'd quit. I, I would just be welcome done. to my you world. You've had a dark night your whole life. I know. Oh, I know. Is. I, I'm actually like going back. I'm trying out classes. I've never touched a caster in my life. I'm leveling Arcanist and Thaumaturge because I haven't even unlocked the jobs for them yet. <laughs> and I'm doing the fucking. I, I'm just Better doing do random fucking money. content like squads. You're and experiencing new Yo-Kai content. Watch. That's just it, Nika. Is <laughs> I'm experiencing new content, as Yo- uh, Yoshi P says. 
my worry is what happens when that content wears out? Like I'm enjoying it. I, I literally enjoy playing these new classes and trying out something different, but what's going to happen when I get to where I'm at with Dragoon and I decide that, okay, at 70, this isn't so great either. I, I play another you, know, job. you know, I think we saw a lot more of this in FF 11 where someone would get a job to cap and, and decide that they don't like the way that it plays. Everyone had that one where they, it, or they burned out on their yeah. job. They're like, you know what? This used to be fun, but I can't do this. Anymore. I'm get, I'm get, it was here, fun get, in 11 because it takes you two years to get to level cap anyway you always had another job to level here's here's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna let you in on the secret for 14 is that you don't need to try every job i would try every different kind of role yeah right yeah. like if you're not if you're not into every different limit break uh, if you're not into the physical dps thing of dragoon chances are that you're also not going to be into monk because they they do feel in a lot of ways very similar uh... Nika, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you want if you I want to know, change if you really want to fun. drastically change the way you play and find out if a different role is for you or not, I, I what you're already doing X Fun, I think, is brilliant. Go play a healer. Go yeah. play a caster. Oh, fuck no. Go fuck play go play <laughs> go play a tank. Okay. You know, like if you want to try to break up that experience, then I think that you've got to really move yourself out of your fucking comfort zone. Because if if you go from Dragoon to Samurai I just don't think the difference between them is enough that if you're bored with Dragoon you're not going to be bored well, with Samurai. That's what happened for me as I tried switching to Monk first and I didn't like it. Then when the Stormlord came out switching to Red Mage, well that was kind of different and I liked Red Mage. Red Mage is a little simple. It's like you know how you said uh, Dragoon is like really stressful with no payoff? Yeah. Red Mage is like the opposite where it's not stressful at all with no but payoff. But with all the payoff. <laughs> no oh, payoff. No, no, still, payoff. Still no, no payoff. payoff. Oh, sorry. There's never no, any you, payoff. Oh, sorry. Red Mage is I don't know. Payoff. I disagree. Like, Red Mage I think is, every time I get to zoom in and hit with my sword, I love it. it Nika, I think it's so much fun to fly around and hit things. All right, Nika. I, I, I really, she, this I is really, also the same woman that liked FF15. Uh, hold on. I really. You are the only people I know that I really don't mean this in a mean way, but you're. You are a woman. No, you're just. You're very. I don't. Simple things seem to please you. I'm a glass half full person most of the time. The, 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 She's a girl. The, she likes dicks. The Pokemon <laughs> that looked like Trump. That drop still makes me laugh. Had here. you laughing for five minutes. Yeah. Because I hadn't heard it before. The first time you saw that, you didn't laugh at it. No. I'm no. a girl. I like dicks. I mean, Thank you. no, <laughs> no. Th- and, that, and that's the thing. No, no. None of us laughed at every time I would get a fucking uh, uh, whatever it is named Trump. I would just roll my fucking eyes because it's like, well, it, no, because that gets old real fast. Obviously, like that's different. But it, the first time you saw it. No, too, no. Too easy. No, it's yes. That's too like easy. fucking. It, it, that's why I name it's all of my Pokemon. shit. That's why I name all of my Pokemon Trump and send them to a Nero. At least that. I wasn't expecting as much. Bit. Yeah, right? Like, when you get a Ralts named Trump, it's a little bit more confusing. But anyway, <laughs> listen. Um, I, 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 I definitely do uh, understand your point, X-Fun. Um, and the thing is, is that that's really all I would... I, I, the only, uh, uh, you know, piece of advice that I would have is, uh, you know, go try a whole bunch of different roles and uh, see what ends up sticking yeah. for you. Glad you're actually having I fun mean, with the game, though. Yeah, seriously. I, I am enjoying the game. And, I mean, I've been playing since... Uh, just just before 2.1 release uh i am going to disagree with you and i'm holding back the vomit as i agree with nika but yes oh, the different what? jobs are important uh some like arcanist and thaumaturge don't play anything similar and mm-hmm. there's something there for for everyone if you want to try out different stuff so the last thing i'm going to say is that uh with with 4.0 something's got to give because uh, i mean if eureka is not something 
that uh, uh, shakes up the content it's cycle. It's not going to be. It's it won't. People, I'm sorry. People are going to leave. Like, oh, it's, dude. It's I, mean, I mean, yeah, we're all on that. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I if think if it goes bad, I'm going to feel pretty demotivated too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I just, I don't see. I don't. I, first of all, I don't see how Eureka can be good at this point. I, I have a more. I, it takes a a bigger leap of faith and a bigger leap of logic for me to say, oh, well, this has a, an opportunity to be good, than um, for me to just kind of write it off and to to think that it's just going to be Diadem 3.0. I mean, I'm also just really disappointed. That we haven't heard a single thing about the next deep dungeon. Oh, I agree. The next deep dungeon, like yeah. that, they ob- like we like the last deep dungeon. Like that's something that I can still have fun doing. The one hundred to two hundred is a fun challenge. Now if they just take that, improve on, and make make it a different objective, objective on each floor. Tasks. And then yeah, except for just except for just kill things, unlock the portal. Like if they yeah. give more objectives and they give a couple different types of rewards, like bam, but, perfect but content. It, Nika, I mean, I I think that at this point there's as much chance of that happening as there is for them to just copy and paste what they've already built and put different assets in there right like i i yeah. feel, Just I feel what like they did with aquapolis exactly exactly yeah. they could build on top of it they have opportunities to continue they building really on could. a lot of these but, but the thing is we haven't even heard about a potential patch release for it they Nothing. have literally not even whispered the name deep dungeon you know what's like, gonna happen that is really <laughs> we're gonna really get to 4.4 and like people can be like where's deep dungeon they're like what you 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 want another deep dungeon we, we didn't realize that people like Deep Dungeon they content. They said they were going to give Dude, us another one. Yeah, I'm, that's what they also said. They were going to give us more Hildebrand. Yeah, no, I, well, I, I honestly I, I think, think that... I think they, that really tall tower that goes up into the sky because you can't see where it ends yeah. is the next Deep Dungeon yeah, because sure. it can go sense. on forever. Makes sense. I, I honestly, on uh, anymore, um, I, I think that, you know, uh, FF14 is really... Um, and and we're not we, we haven't gotten to the point where they've openly admitted it or addressed it, but I think that Stormblood is going to be a much longer expansion cycle yeah. uh, between 4.0 and 5.0 than uh, 3.0 to 4.0 was. Okay, but you don't think it's going to come out in the, the no, next, like next? Not no, the I next don't. Year? I don't. Uh, what I think that they're going to do is I think we're going to have more uh, 4.x patches. So I think that we're going to have more patches in between 4.0 and 5.0. And I think that we're already seeing the way that they're going to stretch out the content. Uh, you know, we're only getting now one dungeon uh, every other patch. And, and it's just, it's those little give things. Us patches at the end though without a 24 man or an end game raid? Um, because the, their their pattern has been three twenty four mans and three cycles of endgame uh, eight man content. Well, here's what yeah, they you think they'll go to four. Here, no, no, no way, no, no, no. <laughs> no I don't. Could do. No, I don't. What I see, what I see them doing is their next big injection of content. Uh, you know, at at four point two, we're going to get Eureka and things like that, and then we won't. They're going to end up sloughing off. I won't defend the content itself because it is lacking, but I don't think people realize that half the fun of an MMO is the community. Yep. I don't even want to join Party Finder because of people's shitty attitudes. S community was actually fun and nice. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, player since 2010. It, yeah. it, it, here's the thing, though. It, it, it in is a, in that, a general way. I and agree we with spoke that. at length about this when we talked about FF11 a lot. That value of a game where you can step up and walk away, and you don't need constant engagement. Yeah. That also meant you could communicate. That's you that, could talk that in, too. You could that talk too. in link shell. Yep. You could make jokes and party. You could yeah. be having a private conversation and tell while you were playing. Yeah. It was perfectly doable. Yeah. And the social aspect of the game is the reason that it stuck around as long as it did. And and the thing is, is that, you know, for a long time, people were really drawn to the LVR FC because we had a lot of people 
talking. We had it was it was unlike any other free company where we actually had people talking in the free company chat mm-hmm. and people would come in and be like, oh, my God, people are actually talking. And and it doesn't happen anymore. Like, no. you know, we're, we're every other free company now where nobody talks. But, you know, like that was, I think, a big appeal of of our free company Definitely. and our, our community. And now we're just kind of the same as everything else. So. Yeah. Um, all right, that's going to have to do it here. Thank you so much, Exfon, for the call. We really appreciate it. We uh, all, always appreciate hearing from you here on Limit Break Radio. If you didn't get the chance to call in, you can tune in next week starting at 4 p.m. for Limit Break Radio. We always invite your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. You can go ahead and bookmark that or put it into your uh, contacts or uh, you know add it to, uh, to, to your list of favorites, whatever you want to do do that now so that you won't forget next week and make sure that you come back at 4 p.m for when limit break radio gets underway that's going to do it for limit break radio today it's been an interesting discussion that we've been going over but one that i think is critically important to the ff14 community and one that we're going to have to keep an eye on as we move forward so i know that people get really annoyed with us when we you know keep harping on a subject over and over and over over again but this is definitely going to need more discussion more thought and more input from the community than ever so make sure that you join us next week here for limit break radio that's going to be it for limit break radio this week i want to thank my crew nika kayanian escalia rayumasa juxtaposition and kala landis i'm a nero keep listening Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Hartslot, Nexian Theta, Brian Alexander, Tommy Carlson, Hirsch Fersh, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.